Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar Creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fierce detective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrod Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. Every inferno starts with a single ember. Hailing deep from within the Rosensa forest of Geralt Ildathas, Ember got his name from one of the many wild clans there. Although he is human, a furbald tribe took him in as one of their own after finding him abandoned as a baby, raising him with the gentleness and reverence for nature that almost all furbolds possess. Amber was brought up to be a druid along with the rest of the clan's younglings. But now Amber has left his people behind. He shrouds himself in darkness and mystery, keeping hidden from those around him and learning the skills he needs to survive. His left arm is permanently damaged and he carries a bundle of maps with odd notes and symbols written into the corners, as if tracking something. Amber searches for answers to questions that only he knows. Nobody, not even himself, really knows who he is, nor can they predict what lies in store on the journey ahead. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. 
If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing ass to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Hey there, everybody! Hi, y'all! Welcome! Hello, and welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, we have a new person! Yay! Yeah! Oh. But let's start with the oldies. We've got Astrid Knight. What up? We have Blake Wolf. I'm really hyper, I'm sorry. Yo. And now we have Zachary Gale. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to this nonsense oh, show. Now I'm yeah. nervous. Thank you. I was yeah. not nervous that whole time. Now I, I'm, I'm in presenter like, mode yeah. now. I got like super like my, my I started sweating and I'm just like super <laughs> hyper now. And... Um, and also shout out to a bunch of our friends in the chat. Uh, Zach, Lini, anybody else who's there. Lini, I got your stickers. And Oh, that's uh, who that is. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah. did you think yeah. it was? No, I didn't see that one. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, hello, everybody, <laughs> and welcome, and welcome back. Uh, shall we get started? Yeah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, welcome to the world about Lauren, and welcome back. It has been 301 years since the end of our last story, since the founding of the Obsidian Collective, since the fall of Ilarka, since the restoration of Senna, and the reunion of the elder pantheon of the Baylin. Uh, the world has changed quite a bit. Uh, for anybody who's been with us before, you'll know that this is a pretty high grim fantasy world but now we're moving into something of an industrial revolution in this world and a little bit of wild west perhaps this time we are on the continent of frosthold and we have a brand new crew for you um since the year 200 uh when of course kit of volfira and uh, ooh, I almost said your new character's name, uh, Marin Veneer <laughs> and their crew uh, gathered together to fight off an actual god and took the staves for themselves. Um, things like the printing press and magically powered airships have begun to influence the rest of the world, but Frosthold is a little behind the times being the Antarctic continent and being a bit smaller than its twin to the north in Amnoblin, where we originally started, uh, Frosthold is dangerous, 
wild and home to things that are still not understood, both magically and mundane. But our story starts in the little port town of Turisaz within an area known as the Runetown Ring. Turisaz is, by Frosthold standards, a medium town, but by the rest of the world, it's barely more than a village. And in this town, there is a number of different factions that sort of conduct their business here on the daily, one of which is the Atlaran Mercenary Company. Uh, and there's, of course, the Glacier Watch, which is the Continental Army of Frosthold. Uh, but in particular, we're looking toward the uh, AMC office, Atlaran Mercenary Company office in Turisaz. Uh, and I'll actually move you guys. I don't believe the map shows up in our stream anymore, except in battle. Uh, but you guys still have a look at the map. So I'll move you over to Turisaz. Where somewhere else. <laughs> all of you are currently staying. Some of you have been here longer than others. Uh, some of you have already uh, had a chance to look around. Uh, while others are only just getting in. I think we're going to start with the person who has the most connections here. Okay. We'll start with Magda. Uh, Ash, if you would like to describe your character for us. Uh, Magda is uh, pretty tall, uh, very thin, bony, uh, lady um dressed in all black basically covering most uh most of her skin uh she wears a long black trench coat uh heavy kind of armor underneath um fingerless gloves uh ripped up pants so you can just barely see like the skin on her thighs and uh, she keeps her face covered. She wears a gator mask that uh, covers everything below her cheekbones and a uh, tricorn hat. Underneath you can see uh, she has uh, a buzz cut, uh, bright green eyes and a lot of piercings, piercings in her eyebrows, on her ears. Uh, yeah, a permanent scowl basically. <laughs> <laughs> underneath yeah 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 um and uh magda is human mm -hmm. uh and uh she is a professional mercenary uh she's been with the atlaran mercenary company for i don't know how many years we decided on now. i think it was six something like that five or six um, yeah but she originally hails from amnoblin so Frosthold, while similar in a lot of ways, is also completely different. So you're still getting your bearings about you in this uh, town. It's uh, one of the more striking things is how friendly people are here. You've already had a couple run-ins with people whose friendliness kind of put you off. And it's just like, ugh, why are people so nice? Um, and you learned fairly quickly from the uh, barkeep that runs the tavern you're staying at that that's just how it is in small towns in this area. 
Um, but you are currently waiting uh, or have been waiting for a couple days for the AMC office to reopen because it's been closed while a Lieutenant Tom Dane has been away to Garadel de Thos. And uh, today you heard the office was reopening. So you have made your way uh, across the center square between Alcath and Valboro and to the office itself. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I was laughing at Ben because he's just sitting down yeah. there. I like, know, I'm looking at Ben. Lieutenant Dane. <laughs> Lieutenant Dane, I know, shut up. Does he have legs? Oh, that is what I want to know. Yeah, that's the important question. <laughs> he actually just doesn't. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> But we'll get to that. Um, so Magda has uh, walked across the market uh, around the, uh, there's a, a larger building that overlooks the market that's sort of like a multi-guild hall. And uh, you've come up to the AMC office and you see the uh, the front door is uh, now unlocked. All of like the paper over the windows has been taken down so you can see inside again. And uh, just inside this fairly small front uh, room, you see a woman sitting behind like a small U-shaped desk, currently tic-tacking away at a little typewriter. Um, and she appears to be the only one currently in there. As you push the door open, you hear a little ding, 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 ding. Um, and she just keeps typing away. She doesn't even seem to notice that you've walked in. I'll stand there for a little bit and just go... <laughs> <clears throat> and she like glances up she's one one moment one moment she keeps tic-tacking away and you can see she's like typing furiously and she's like darting between something on the desk under like the lip of the uh the top rail and this uh this typewriter this auto writer as they used to be called and uh eventually it finally dings and she slides it back and pulls the paper out of it folds it up really fast and like takes this uh this little like wax spoon that's been heating up pours the wax on stamps it and just sort of pushes it over into a little basket uh where you see out from behind her desk this kid who's like seven eight maybe rugged dirty little human kid with like toe-headed blonde like pops out takes the letter puts it in a bag and runs past you out the door behind you and she sits back in her chair. You see, he may be related to her. She's this fairly young uh, blonde human woman. She's got like the, the half moon glasses with like the, the secretary like chain that like mm -hmm. sits behind her head. Uh, and she looks up sort of sighing and says, uh, yes, how can I help you? I'm here for Lieutenant Tom. Uh, he's a bit busy at the moment. Do you have an appointment? Tell him Magda Renly's here. Um, and she reaches over and slides this ledger across in front of her and goes and scans down a page with, uh, with a fountain pen and says, I don't see your name in here. Yeah, just go tell him that I'm here. He's in a meeting at the moment. Would you like me to pen you in? I'm gonna for... stride past. Did she point at like a... a... Yeah, yeah. On, behind her, there's two doors. There's one uh, that she motioned to with the pen, and then there's another one that's currently open. Yeah, I'm going to go to the one that she motioned to. Okay. Strike <laughs> you walk up and grab the handle, and it's locked. 
It's like, excuse me, I said he's busy. (laughs) With what? In a meeting. With who? What? (laughs) Who do you... I'll let him know as soon as he's done. Just take a seat. Good lord. I'll roll my eyes and go sit. And as you walk past, she like clocks your your mercenary badge on your shoulder. She says, oh, Laura Banks, good lord. And she goes back to her work. And um, you do hear voices in the other room. You hear a deep sort of gruffer voice. And then you hear a little bit higher um still male voice as they're sort of speaking back and forth um and about that moment you hear ding 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 as the door opens again and ducking through the door frame is a hulk of a minotaur <laughs> just clomp 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 through uh zach if you'd like to tell us about Fustrak. um so Fustrak um is a pretty tall boy uh, about six foot eight, uh, weighs almost 400 pounds. He's quite literally built like a brick shit house. Um, he, uh, his eyes are orange, um, and his fur is kind of long and shaggy, uh, like the, like the Scottish, uh, cows. So he's, he almost looks like he's kind of built for the cold. Um, and that fur is going to be chestnut, uh, in color on him. Uh, he's got some piercings in his ears. He's got a ring. Uh, that's uh, attached to one of his horns. Um, He's got like leather wraps on his forearms. Knuckles look just calloused. Uh, Like he is, he uses his hands quite a bit. Um, He, uh, in the hair that drifts down onto his shoulders, he does have a few pieces of ribbon uh, that are kind of brightly colored. And uh, around his waist, he wears a um a cloth and hide um like kilt skirt um kind of thing uh that comes down to just about his knees um and that has a little bit of red and a little bit of blue like you can tell it's it's definitely not made by like an expert um by like an expert seamstress or armor or anything um but it's something that that is has definitely been well worn it's been used quite a bit um and then on his back he has this giant hammer he uh he has a a maul on his back all right and he doesn't wear a shirt does he he does not (laughs) nope doesn't really need to um but yeah this this big minotaur just comes clomping in and magda you don't see minotaurs very often you have seen them before but it is very uncommon to see them outside of Garrett Eldathos. Um, and as he walks in, you don't see any AMC like badge on him. Uh, so you can safely assume that he's just a normal mercenary, not a member. Um, and uh, the, the woman behind the desk looks up and says, Oh, uh, Mr. Broadhorn, um, the lieutenant's busy at the moment, but if you take a seat, he'll see you in just a moment. Absolutely, ma'am. Yeah, and uh, she has met you before. You were here earlier asking after the lieutenant, and she told you to come back in a bit. Um, A few minutes pass as you guys are just kind of sitting in silence in this very small waiting room where, like, you have no choice but to kind of face each other and 
just sit there in silence as you hear tick 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 tick. I'm cross armed, <laughs> cross armed, cross legged, like looking down at the ground, not like very intentionally, not making eye contact. Everything about me is cross. Yep. <laughs> cross and dark like my soul. Cross, cross applesauce. Um, but after oh. a few minutes, uh, you hear a click and you hear the door swing open. Just and uh, you see rolling himself out of the office in this fairly plain uh, wheelchair um, is an older man, uh, looks like maybe in his mid to late 60s, uh, full beard, sort of medium length, but like a full hair cut, uh, all gray, uh, full like circular glasses. And he's in an older uh, black uniform with gold trim, which Magda, you'd recognize as an old, uh, an older design of the private AMC military uniform, uh, hence the name Lieutenant Tom. And uh, he rolls himself just like into the door jam. And behind him, you can see into the room, there's this big desk and there's already someone sitting there uh, in front of the desk. And he sort of pokes his head out and he says, uh, Jesse, uh, these, uh, Mr. Broadhorn, is it? Yep, that's and me. And you must be Miss Renly. Indeed. Uh, both of you, both of you come in. I'll walk and get up and follow him. Yep, and he sort of backs himself back in and rolls back behind his desk. You see there's already extra chairs in the room. And uh, sitting in front of the desk, having already been talking to the lieutenant, is a a younger human man who maybe looks younger than he actually is uh, with sort of sandy brown, almost blonde hair uh, dressed mostly in dark colors uh, with a, with a scarf around his neck. And if you'd like to describe more about your character, Ben, you just pretty much covered all of it. <laughs> um, Any, anything about like his mannerisms uh, or, so yeah he's like <clears throat> sorry excuse me uh yeah sandy brown hair very skinny very pale um green eyes not like bright green like magda's but more of a forest or more like a sea green like sea glass kind of green mm-hmm. um he yeah completely covered in dark clothes uh with hoods pockets uh you'll notice that on his left arm there is no sleeve on the coat, uh, but his left arm is completely wrapped in bandages that look like they have blood stains on them. Um, you'll also notice that he is wearing, yeah, black black boots, black coat, black pants, uh, black leather gloves. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. He's, and he's like a smaller guy, right? Yeah, he's like a five five. He's pretty short. Oh. Um, yeah, so you're a lot smaller yeah. than these other people. We uh, stand a short king. <laughs> but he, um, I would say that he's not like he's not like sitting back and like chest forward. He's kind of hunched forward, sort of mm-hmm. closing himself off. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been talking to Lieutenant Tom a little bit about. Uh, this bounty that's been offered and potentially exchanging 
part of your reward for information mm -hmm. instead. Um, and as he invites these two other figures in, you knew they were coming, but it still probably didn't sit with you that great that there's more people coming around. Um, yeah. Up to you. Uh, but uh, you see this tall woman in all dark clothes, face covered, very, very secretive. And then this gigantic minotaur and they both come in and like sit on either side of you in these extra chairs as uh, lieutenant tom rolls himself back around the back of the desk and sort of gets himself settled he clasps his hands in front of him and says well i'm glad that you all could make it um i don't suppose you've all met each other yet it seems like you all came from different directions can't say as i have all right, well, um, uh, whoops, sorry. Um, he motions to the Minotaur and says, uh, this is Mr. Fustrak Broadhorn. Uh, he is rather skilled in martial arts, mostly. Uh, you hail from Geraint the Eldithos, yes? Correct. And uh, of course, uh, Mr. Ember, who is, um, what did you say your specialties were again? My specialties? Yes. Uh, getting things done, I suppose. Yeah, good enough. Um, and then, of course, uh, I've mentioned to you, Mr. Ember, that uh, Miss Renly, Magda Renly, was on her way here. Uh, I had hoped you would answer my letter. Um, we could certainly use some professional help. I was um, under the impression that it was only professional help that you'd be needing. Well, there is a um, certain <laughs> a certain lack of pro professional help available currently. So I hope it is not offensive to you that we have uh, outside mercenaries helping with this job. I am perfectly perfectly capable of doing this job by myself it doesn't sound entirely difficult i don't respectfully i don't think you are miss renly uh, someone of higher rank than you has already tried and miserably failed we'll see about that i guess well uh i'm sure you have all read the uh, bounty posters i sent one to you miss renly that we are currently searching for a frost kobold by the name of Audra of Blue Shore, or Agra of Blue Shore. And um, he and his people have been uncharacteristic, uncharacter wow, I can't talk today, <laughs> uh, uncharacteristically violent as of late. We have not had issues with the Blue Shore tribe before now. Uh, but at some point in the recent past, They've been armed and armored by someone we don't know, and they've been attacking the outer village of Kuiper. Now, Kuiper, while it is small, is a huge uh, contributor to the food stock of the region. And with it being summer and them losing their harvests, it's going to be a very hard winter if they lose everything. So, uh, You've already seen the rewards available and um, the negotiable rewards for additional kobolds if you cannot do this peacefully. 
Um, is there anything else you need to know before I send you off? Nope. What caused the uh, What caused the the other person to fail? Uh, well, they died. <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely see why that would cause something like that. Yes, um, we. Uh, a few people have tried. Um, a couple have died at this point, but um, the particular professional mercenary that I speak of, we've not been able to recover their body, so we're not quite sure what happened to them yet. Would there be a little extra thrown in if we were to recover him? I imagine yeah. I could secure something extra for you, yes. What exactly do we know particularly what makes this kobold so difficult? Well, um, a few things. Um, as the leader of the Blue Shore tribe, he is larger than the rest, but he is uncommonly large and strong. Uh, we believe he has some access to uh, natural magics. Uh, you'll know him by the uh, polar bear cape and the crown that he wears. Um, he is... He has never been an issue in the past, and this is why this was so unexpected. Uh, the Blue Short Tribe and Kuiper used to have something of an accord, a trade agreement, and for them to turn violent suddenly with seemingly no reason. We think Agra may be behind that. Or whoever is supplying them with their weapons and armor. Do we know what the motivation behind that would be? That is another thing we're willing to pay for if you can find out more information. Thus far, the most we've gotten was another failed team came back and said they saw some shadowy figure near Agra, uh, but they didn't get any details. Gotcha. I'm, I'm writing all of this down in like a little pocket journal, too. Mm -hmm. Anything special about those armaments? Uh, some of the more uh, elite kobolds, uh, Agra's bodyguards, may have enchanted items, uh, either a weapon or armor or a shield. Perfect. Do we know? No. Do, do we know what kind of magics he has access to? Uh, mostly uh, natural uh, magics um, on the sort of uh, druidic scale, shaman-esque. Okay. Right. I close my little journal. I'm like, I have all I need to know. Well, um, if, you, if you can, we do ask that you try to resolve this with as little death as possible. Uh, the Glacier Watch has insisted that we at least adhere to some ethical standards, and honestly, so do I, but also, honestly, they started this. They're dangerous. 
And while we don't want to hurt more people than we need to, this needs to stop. So I just ask that you try. All right. Is that it? And well, is there anything else you need from me? No. <laughs> All right. I see who's going to be leading this group. Uh, well, uh, Kuiper is along the coast, uh, about a half day's uh, brisk walk. It's hard to miss. Um, you should be able to start within the town and work your way further down the coast toward where the Blue Shore tribe stays. Just be very careful. Gotcha. Any time frame that we need to worry about with this? Uh, not in particular, though sooner is always better. Obviously. All right, we'll get it done. Good luck. I'll stand up and walk out. Magda walks out. Are we <laughs> dismissed? I assume the good luck was a dismissal. Ah. <laughs> I'm not from around here. These things are I, uh, different for me. I can tell. All right, I will leave. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, Fustrak will get up, but before he walks out, um, he's going to turn around and just say, um, Sir, um, where is the uh, closest post office around here? Um, actually, I should know that information. <laughs> uh, it is... Uh, he sort of points toward the door. He says, if you walk out the door and go down the street um, about a block and then turn left, you can't miss it. It has a big sign hanging over the street. Much obliged. Of course. <laughs> Good luck, Mr. Brothorn. <laughs> Thank you. He heads out. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Yep. You guys step out of the AMC office and into the streets of Turisa's. What you doing? Um, okay. Hold on. I'm looking through my shit currently. My shit. I'm just trying to remember um. what the fuck I'm supposed to do. It's amazing. We played for 14 months and now I'm just like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what you want to do and I'll tell you how to do it. Um, All right. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want. Okay. Um, what so, you really, really want? Maybe. So first off, uh, the my uh, my my stuff, you know, Taylor, my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I have uh, two two doses that I used in between now and then. Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, how? And he said it was only a half day's walk to. Yeah. Um. Okay. I should be okay then. Man, the word doses is really throwing me for a loop here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, same. Wouldn't you like to know? Remember the um, last campaign where Kit was like, hey, you want to buy some drugs? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just have to find out oh, what that means, huh? I got a cat. Um, 
Look at oh, him in his God. little old people chair. Aw, he loves it. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, it's bath time. Uh, oh, yep. Yep. Um, I guess I will just before I'll I'll turn to Ember and Fustrock and uh just be like, all right, meet back here in an hour, and I'm gonna head back to um the what was it? Sleepy eyed goose. Sleepy eyed goose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Actually, all of you are staying at the sleepy eyed goose oh, in your own different okay. rooms. Oh. So you see her head off in that direction. Yeah. Um. So each of you has also met Toralok, the demon tavern keeper. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna talk to Toralok and see if he has okay. any additional eggs for me. Yeah. Uh. You. You already know what he looks like, but I'll describe <laughs> him for the screen. Uh. Stream. Uh. Well, no. At first, when you said eggs, I was like Easter eggs, like information, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Uh. But yeah. <laughs> so I, fun. You, yeah, you just wait. Into, you guys know nothing about me. Uh, you walk into the sleepy. None of uh, like the only <laughs> one we all know things about is Fustra. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even you guys don't know that much. Yeah. So I have most of it in my head. So even Zach doesn't know. Um, but anyway, uh, you walk into the sleepy-eyed goose. This adorable little rustic tavern. When I say little, it's not that little, but it's like a tavern and inn. So it's got the bottom floor is like your typical bar and tables and whatnot. And then the upper floors are uh, the actual inn. Uh, You step inside and you nearly run straight into Zora, uh, the uh, white tiefling barmaid with the shelf boob going on, the classic shelf boob dress. Um, And she like kind of nimbly dodges around you and like, centrifugal force holds on to the drinks and she she's just like hello miss renly and she just keeps on walking (laughs) (laughs) and she just goes off to a table and you see at the back uh serving just a couple people at the bar because it's like early morning and only certain people drink this early um (laughs) guilty uh you see toralok the a uh, gigantic, like, muscle-bound, red skin, long, curled-back horns, uh, the wings folded behind him, and, of course, the devil sort of tail. Uh, in his nice cardigan, his his cable-knit cardigan with the tunic underneath and, like, the dark, loose trousers. I love him so much. Oh, um, my God. And his big, like, thick black beard and the hair pulled back in a neat little top knot and his little half-moon glasses. Uh, no, it's a ponce He doesn't have full yeah. glasses. Oh, my God. He's, he's a like librarian. A yeah, basically. Kinda. Kinda. Um, but he's a bartender. <laughs> yeah. Santa. But he just hulks over this bar. He's, like, seven-something feet tall, I think. Um, but he's just leaning on the bar, sort of idly like polishing and uh you can see he's bored he's just kind of working away um, i, I kind of walk up like hands in my pockets and just kind of nod at him just like torlock and he looks up he's like oh good morning miss renly morning uh, I help you? i'm running out of town actually for a couple days probably i was wondering if you have more of those uh aurora nightingale eggs uh, well, I'm afraid that um, 
they don't come around that uh, wait no he's kiwi sorry uh yeah ball how do you do ball's bull, voice bull. Oh, hi, I'm hi. Bull. hi my name is ball oh i miss ball it's like uh i'm sorry miss renly but uh they don't come around that often it's like one or two a month all right that's that's fine i just figured i would uh I would check and see, but... Well, um, if you're still in town, when we have another one, I'll let you know. Appreciate it. Um... Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna be out of town for just a couple of days, but hold my room for me. It's there when you need it. Got it. Cool. Bye. Okay. <laughs> bye, I guess. Okay, bye. I'd, I'd leave. <laughs> And he just kind of chuckles to himself and goes back to his business. Um, what are the others? What are you two doing? Do you want to go first, Zach, or do you want me to go? It, either way okay. works for me. Uh, is there a market in town? You are standing literally a block away from the market, Perfect. yes. I'm going to go to the market. Okay. Um, I am going to keep my... I'm going to put my hood up. And I'm going to be extra careful about wandering through that market mm -hmm. uh, so no one notices me. And um, I'm going to keep an eye out for people talking about the stuff I'm listening for. Okay. And also, uh... I want to see if anybody just looks like they're not super attached to their coin purses. Okay. Um, You're one of those... Yeah, Maybe. you <laughs> you you walk through the Havelock uh, market in the middle of the town, Havelock. and uh, there's there's a large like well uh, sort of off center in the town. If you actually look at the map, you can see where it is. Um, but in a large ring around the middle uh, is where all the merchant stalls are set up. So like they're all back uh, backs are all facing each other, so they have like a secure little spot in the middle. Oh, okay. Um, and then everything else sort of mills around the outside of this uh, this group. Um, make me a perception check. First roll. First, first roll. roll. First roll. First roll. No pressure. Nat one. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Bad omen. Bad omen. I think the first roll of uh, on stream last campaign was a twenty. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Oh my um, god. Yeah, you're just sort of weaving through the market and you're so preoccupied by just not being perceived that you just don't catch anything. You're constantly like fiddling with your cloak and your your arm and trying to make sure people don't stare at you. Um, you don't really catch much of anything that's beyond normal chatter. Um, as for looking for stuff to requisition um you do come across uh one of these merchants is sort of toward the outside of the market and you see it's this like older sort of portly human man balding on top uh sort of thicker like furred clothing and he's got like a fur stall um and you see that he has this like uh lock box that he keeps his money in and it's just kind of haphazardly sitting off to the side like way away from his reach um in sort of an out of the way spot where it wouldn't it doesn't look like it'd be too hard to just like 
walk by and just like stick your hand in it because it's not locked. You can you just saw him open and close it, and not lock it. Does it look like it's trapped? Um, with that perception check, nah. I can't like walk up and like be like, oh my god, look at these furs. These are great. Make me one a deception check, and then after that, an investigation check. Deception. 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 Seventeen on deception. Seventeen. Okay. And then what was the other one? Investigation. Investigation. Yeah. Shit, I missed my box. Investigation. Uh, plus intelligence. So, 15. Okay. Uh, you walk up to the stall and you kind of make a show of like looking over the furs and like checking your own coin purse and be like, oh, I don't have enough. And he just kind of dismisses you once he realizes you're not buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just sort of slide toward the lockbox and give it a, a good look over without touching it. And from the outside, nothing seems out of place i don't trust it am i getting 15 gets you am i getting any weird vibes vibe check vibe check (laughs) um no with with that check nothing nothing tells you there's anything wrong with it from what you can see okay uh I'm gonna. It's out in the open. Yeah, gonna... it's like sitting off on the edge of his stall, like out of reach. I'm gonna keep walking, cause I okay. I still want to keep a low profile. I don't want to do anything too crazy. Okay, but you've got a like pinned in your head yeah. for like maybe later. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'll make my way back to the tavern. Make my way. Make my way. Yep. You get back to the sleepy-eyed goose, um, and you sort of pass Magda on your way, and you see Torlock, this gigantic demon barkeep in there, and he he glances up. From now, he's currently reading, because he's given up pretending to work. He's just reading now. Um, and he looks up over the, the top of his glasses and says, Oh, I missed Amber. Hi. Can I help you? Uh, no. No, I think I'm fine. All right, just check him. Okay. And he goes back to his book. He's very friendly. Uh, um, I'm going to go find a place in the corner to just, like, hang out. Okay. And, uh, and... Um, that does make Zora come over to you at some point, this white <laughs> tiefling, uh, the, the barmaid, who she is just, like, She's very graceful as she weaves between these tables. And as she comes over to you, she puts a hand on the edge of the table and says, Can I get you anything? Um, some fresh water would be nice. Great place to come for water, but all right. And she heads off. I mean, I have a room here. She knows. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, she goes off and goes behind the bar to get you a glass of water. Is the water free? Yes. Okay. (laughs) He just brings that back and, like, puts a straw in it for you. Oh. Is it a paper straw? (laughs) Um, it's probably made of... That's a good question. It's made of pig gut. Because plastic doesn't really exist. Yeah. Uh, it's probably made of, like, super compressed wood. Hmm. Cool. 
or like avocado seeds because <laughs> that's a good idea that's an actual thing that exists it, um, it's piney and fresh it's more cedar oh cool still piney um yeah in a different way um yeah. but i yeah i guess i'll just hang out there and um fidget Um, yeah, uh, Foostrock, what are you doing? Um, I think Foostrock is going to head down to that post office. Okay. Um, and is there like a bench or anything outside of it? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, you see sitting on one uh, is the, the little blonde kid that came running out of the AMC office. And he's just sitting there like munching on like a sandwich. And he like looks up as you walk by. Um, what kind of, like, like, is he looking at me with, like, awe or, like, interest or anything like that? Um, a little bit of both, where it's just, like, wow. <laughs> like, never, don't see that every day, kind of. Yeah. You're used to it outside of home. Okay. Um, so, Foostruck's gonna sit down on the other bench, mm -hmm. uh, where the kid's not sitting. I assume that one's empty. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's going to pull um, a couple, like, pieces of paper and, like, some charcoal. And, the, like, the paper's all ratty and shitty looking, but... Uh, and a piece of charcoal pinched in between, like, his big, gnarled, hoof-tipped fingers. Yeah. And he's going to, like, work on trying to write a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to get, like halfway through the page and he's going to sigh and he's going to tear the page in half and he's going to um, just ball that piece up and set it to the side and then he's going to start working on the other half of the page and as he gets about halfway through that half of a page he just sighs again and he crumples that one up and he moves on to the next one um, the kid is staring at you at this point um, Fustrak definitely notices that and at one point when he's actually kind of feeling happy about what he's writing uh, and he finishes his thought, he's going to move that page to the back and he's going to start, um, he's going to start like doodling on mm -hmm. the piece of paper. Um, I think he's probably going to um, try and doodle some things from his home, um, mm -hmm. just like different sigils from, uh, from around, um, from around his home in the Nathar clan and um you know like a, a couple pictures of things that are like local there mm -hmm. um and like he isn't a great artist by any means like he's fine like you can tell what he's making but it's not good like people aren't going to pay him yeah um um and um he gets up and he takes it over to the kid and uh gives that picture to him and then he goes back over to the bench and sits down and continues working on his letter and the kid like he like takes it and looks at it and like turns it like trying to figure out which way is up <laughs> eventually figures it out and he's like looking at it like this fairly young kid um he's just like looking it all over and he looks like over at you and he like folds it up and he reaches in his bag and he pulls out a little journal and he starts drawing and after like five minutes he like kind of sidles up to you and just puts a torn piece of paper next to you which is a 
shoddy, but you can tell it's you drawing. No. And like you could see he used like a little bit of like like he must have like colored pastels or something in his bag as he's like scribbled in like orange fur. And after he sets it down, he just bolts. Oh. Um Fustrak's definitely gonna uh pick it up and look at it, and then he's gonna tuck it into his pack. Like in a in a pouch that doesn't have anything else in it. He's just gonna tuck it in there so that's safe. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna keep working on his letter with like a little small grin on his face. Yeah. Um when he finishes the letter, he's gonna like, you know, put the stuff away but keep the letter out. And he's gonna read over it probably a couple of times. Um and he's going to get up and look like he's going into the post office, but before he can go in, he stops. And he just puts it into his bag and starts walking back to the inn. Okay. So uh, you head back to the, the inn as well, and uh, you walk into the, the sleepy-eyed goose, the, the little like goose sign hanging over the street next to you, all in metal. It's like a goose with its eyes half-closed, um, kind of curled up. Uh, and as you step in, uh, this, you know, demon, um, is at the back who you're still not used to. Um, you're among your people, like demons and otherworldly things are kind of, but he's been perfectly nice. Um, a little too nice even, but, uh, as you walk in, he looks up over his glasses and says, Hi, Mr. Broadhorn. How's it going? Well, uh, nothing's going at the moment, but um, how can I help you? Could use a drink. Uh, Any preference? Strong. All right. Standard is. And he walks (laughs) off. uh, Clomp, 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 clomp. His hoof feet. Um... And uh, eventually he comes back with, similar to what Magda had in our little Session Zero, just this dark, like, thick, stout beer, like Guinness, but syrup. Um, And he just slams that down in front of you. (laughs) It's like, it's the strongest I've got. It's a meal in a glass. Ew. Well, good thing to know I won't have to uh, have anything to eat on the trip. I recommend a little bit of bread just to soak up a little bit, but you know, you you know you better than I do. Um, he'll pour a glass, um, and he's he's going to try and drink it quick, which is probably not going to be as successful as he thinks it should be. Uh, with how like thick and strong this stuff is, make me a Constitution, oh, just not a not a save, just a check. Uh, let's see here. That one. It's less about everywhere. whether it's less about whether you can hold your liquor and more about how fast you can drink this shit. Twenty-one. Oh, uh, but- you. So where you're from, mead is the norm, and you've had some pretty like strong, like really thick meads that almost feel like drinking alcoholic honey. So this is a little harder but you still manage to to down it pretty fast and Toralok is just looking at you like nice 
You seem like you're a strong guy. Yeah. For my size, yeah, I guess. <laughs> For his size. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, where I come from, they tell us to beware people like you, but you seem to be pretty okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that just about where everyone comes from, they're supposed to be aware of people like me. I suppose that's fair. Now uh, you seem like an alright guy to me. Yeah, I try not to step on other people's toes if I can handle it, if I can help it. Well, I mean, hooves, right? You stepped on somebody's foot before? I have. It sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, I have. It's, um... It's not good to pay for people's, uh... You know, pay for casts on people's feet, so I really try not to. You ever want to arm wrestle? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people about your size ask me that question. Mostly Goliaths, but I suppose. Well, you ever want to give it a shot with me, let me know. But why not why not right now? Let's do it. Alright, and he takes off his glasses, puts them in a little case inside his cardigan, and he clears off the bar very neatly, and he leans down and sets this huge muscled red arm uh, down, and you can see, like, um, he's got, like, dark hair on his arms that comes to, like, a tuft at the end of his elbow as he rolls up his sleeve, um, and he's got these, not long, but, like, really dark black nails, and he just sets his hand down. You see these tattoos on the inside of his hand. Where'd you get those from? I say as I, uh, as I, you know, get my arm up there and lock yeah. it. Yeah, you guys sort of adjust. He's like, uh, my, uh, my sister's a talented artist. I should say so. They look good. Ready? Absolutely. All right. Roll an athletics check. <laughs> Uh-oh. <clears throat> Is that good? Is that bad? It's good. Oh. 25. But, dude. Yeah, I've rolled four. A, I've oh. rolled ah! a <laughs> yeah, you, you start to push him and he's like... Ugh. But he's putting up a really good fight. Like, this is a struggle. You get him, like, most of the way down, but he's still holding up. Roll again. Oh, roll again? Yes. I think it's first to three. 17. Uh, unnatural 20. He pushes you back up to the middle. Roll again. Uh, 24. You push him all the way back almost till his hand touches the table one more time. Ooh. Uh, 23. What Damn, in the world am dude, I rolling? 24. You're rolling he pushes you back, almost gets you down on the table. Whoever wins this next one. Uh, Ember is like just, he's stopped looking at his maps and he's just watching them now. <laughs> I don't know how I'm rolling right now, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that this is an indicator. Foostruck's going to be dead after like three sessions because I'm wasting all my good rolls on this. <laughs> on a, on, just arm wrestling. Yeah. 
I got a 25 again. All right. He, he like holds, like he, you get up to the middle and you're like holding him there for a while. And finally, it's not that like his strength gives, it's just like he runs out of just energy and you start pushing him back. He's like, and you just slam him against the bar. And you hear a couple patrons just go, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and Torlock gets up and like starts shaking his arm. It's like, all right, not bad, not bad. Whew. Damn. All right, one more <sighs> drink, one for each of us. <laughs> it's on me. And he pours you each one of these tankards of this dark liquid and he just downs his. He brews it himself, so he's pretty used to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to down mine too. Make me another constitution check. Hell yeah, he does. Oh no, that's a four. Okay. Um, you start drinking this one. <laughs> you start drinking this one with like the same gusto. And as you get like a quarter into the glass, you're like, oh, oh. and you have to, you have to put it down or you're going to puke. I do that. Okay. <laughs> you set it back down and Torlock, who's already drained his, just looks at you and says, yeah, it's kind of like bananas. You can really only handle one. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing that right now. <laughs> I'm going to go lay down for a little bit. It's all right. And he, he takes it and, like, you see him stow it under the bar, probably for himself later. <laughs> yeah, he does not charge you for any of the drinks, P.S. That's super nice. You won. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wasted all my good rolls on arm wrestling. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you guys hang out for the allotted hour before eventually you gather back up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. All right. So you all meet in front of the AMC office. Uh, it's getting to about noon um, at this point as you're, like, getting ready to leave. Um do you do you head off? Do you, is there any last minute things you need to do? Um, mm. <laughs> I already kind of did all my shopping the other in, in my session zero. No. Nope. All good. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. So uh, following the vague directions to Kuiper, which is just to follow the coast, uh, you head out the Valboro Gate and out toward Havelock Bay and just follow the beach. And uh, you... Kuiper does come into view before too long, like just a few hours, but it's going to take you a while to get all the way there. And thankfully you left about midday, so you should arrive there. Uh, Considering it's summer, you should arrive there like well, well before sundown. Um, It is, uh, I should say this, it is Valder the 8th. So exactly 301 years to the day since the end of last campaign, or at least since the fight with Ilarka. Um, So uh, as you guys are heading there, um, it's a little bit past, like it's like a month past solstice. So the days are still pretty long, uh, but not continuous as they would be in the Antarctic uh, in summer. But uh, you just head your way down this snaking coastline, uh, sort of, 
choosing when to walk on the beach and avoid sort of rocky landscapes and when to walk further up on the hills instead of in very treacherous sloping dunes. Um, is there anything you guys do on your way? Do you keep to yourselves? Uh, well, quick question. So you yeah. said that Valdo the Eighth became like, did it become like a holiday or something? When? Um, yes, it okay. did. Um, the year it is, is known as Obsidian Day. Okay. The year is 501, right? 501. Yep. Right. 501 E1 AC. Era 1 after Calamity. Okay. I'm just writing the date down so I have it in my notes. Cool. Uh, I imagine Magda is mostly just like, yeah, being quiet, like walking along, not really interacting with the other two. Um, I would say Ember is also being kind of quiet, still fidgeting, um, and keeping an eye on the horizon at all times, like just scanning. Horizon. Boostrock mm -hmm. is not a smart boy as the intro described him. Um, and probably finds all this silence, especially when he's with what he's used to, to be very awkward. Um, mm -hmm. So he's definitely like asking each of them questions incessantly the entire trip. Like what? Um, like looking at uh, Magda and being like, Where'd you get that hat? Where'd you get those horns? Groom. I grew the hat too. <laughs> I find that really hard to believe, but I don't know enough about your people to argue it. I bought it from a stool. That would make sense. Didn't know if like you stole it or found it. Like on a pirate corpse or something. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm not really the corpse. Well, no, that's not even true, is it? Did you kill a pirate for it? I didn't kill a pirate for it. I bought it. I look You're over right. at Ember and I'm like, a I, bit like a pirate. I, I think she killed a pirate for it. I didn't. I mean, maybe I would maybe be a little quiet if I were you. Oh my god, I slipped into English. You're not Jax! Jesus, fuck! <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Be a little quiet. A little quiet, because she could... I do declare. She could kill you Yeah, that's your gateway to. phrase. Yeah. Yeah, I look over she at Ember and I'm... kind of dangerous. I look over at Ember and I'm like, smart boy. I mean, weren't we hired for this job because we all look kind of dangerous? Do I look but dangerous to you? No. Not with that arm. That arm looks beat to shit. What the hell did you do to it? You're also all of about five and a half feet, so... That's actually exactly what I am. Mm. <laughs> Magda's almost six feet tall, so... Yeah, I know. Uh, I got my <laughs> arm caught in a machine, and it doesn't work anymore. Inside check. Man. Inside check? Okay, yep. uh, Ben, without telling her whether it's true or not, just roll. Okay. With the appropriate skill. Uh, unnatural 20. It looks like it got caught in a machine. 
with an unnatural 20. All right. <clears throat> you believe it. I leave you it alone. It. Yep. Or at least you have no reason to think he's lying because you don't know him. Hmm. Whatever. As long as you don't get yourself killed, I don't care. Do I see any, like, wildlife while we're moving along? Oh, yeah, yeah. Frosthold is a fairly wild, or, well, the Lindvale Peninsula is fairly wild. Um, so you probably spot deer a number of times, or birds everywhere, rabbits, uh, groundhogs. Okay. Ground, 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 groundhogs? Yeah, groundhogs. Gophers, woodchucks. Go for yeah, woodchucks is more is what I'm going whistle for. Pigs. <laughs> whistle pigs. What is yeah. that? A whistle pig is a gopher. It's a is a woodchuck. It's just uh, another word for it. Oh, they, okay. They I've make like a high pitched squealing sound that sounds like a whistle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you probably cross like a small creek at some point and see a couple beavers just building a dam and yeah, there's wildlife everywhere. Wow. Are there any birds? Birds aplenty. Yeah. Like, are there any that I haven't seen before? Yeah, you oh haven't God. been in Frosthold that long. Fucking, we've got the bitch of all <laughs> bitches, and she's a goddamn bird watcher. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so in Amnoblin, like, there's there's plenty of birds up there, but they're seasonal, and they are down here too. But it's always it's always fun to be out in summer and see what migrates north or far south. Um, so you see stuff like. Um, you see cardinals around that live on the peninsula year round. You see blue jays. Um, you see a few birds that, to look at them, you have no fucking clue what they are. They may be southern hemisphere only birds. Um, you see, like, uh, what would be the equivalent of Canada geese, but Canada doesn't exist in this world. Yeah. yeah. Um, you see, you see rhyme geese. They're Amnoblin geese. Oh, okay. No, they're rhyme geese. Rhyme geese. geese. Yeah. Um, and uh, you see snow geese too around the place. You see foxes as well trying to hunt down the birds. Um, but yeah, just all sorts of stuff. And of course, you're along the coast, so there's seagulls. There's penguins. Um, penguins. Which there are um, opposite to the real world. There are, or sorry, like the real world, there are no penguins in the Arctic. They're only in the Antarctic. So you've never seen them before. Mm. Um, You see these cute little fairy penguins waddling around. They're like one of the smallest breeds. Um, And they're just along the beaches, like fucking around in the sand. I'm gonna, uh, like, I, at one point I'm, I'm, thinking magda like strides ahead and like she kind of stops wait for the other two and sees little penguins and takes out her journal and just like does a quick little sketch wait, 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 of the little little penguin and they're not scared of you at all oh penguins so penguins yeah um yeah. do i see any creatures that i'm afraid of um without giving it away was it was it just the ones who attacked you, or were there others? Um, it's anything in that family. Okay, yes. Um, the foxes probably scare you. Um, as soon as I see the foxes, I put myself on the other side of Fustrak, between like the ocean and the plain, so yeah. like they can't. Yeah. Yeah. 
superimposed in I between just, you and that. I just kind of like do it slowly so it looks natural. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can understand what's happening. Make there. an insight check. That's not my. Could I here. also do that? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh shit. Uh. To twenty-three. Eighteen. Boy scared of foxes. I did it so <laughs> gently, like nobody <laughs> even knew. I, I clap him on the shoulder opposite his uh, bandaged arm, and and I'm just like, "Don't worry, we got your back. I'll I'll protect you, little buddy." I kind of like side eye him, <laughs> and I'm like, "You know the basically glorified puppies, right?" They're like what? this big. You can take them out like real easy if you're any sort of useful. Hit <laughs> points of like three kittens. I just like being closer to the sea. I like the fresh air. 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 I like the fresh air. Air. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard to do. The fucking it's, Texan is it's killing okay. me over here. It's okay. And then this accent is literally directly between Texan and English. Yeah. So it's yeah. like <laughs> horrible. Yep. I, uh, Magda just kind of gestures like around her and is like, fresh air is everywhere. Never wow. really thought of about like you. that before. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> Hashtag deep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> writes that down on a piece of paper. <laughs> Fresh air is everywhere. <laughs> oh no. Discovered the secret. <laughs> I've been watching this cult documentary and this guy like basically started a cult by just saying like faux inspirational bullshit so I'm now I'm like fuck Magna's gonna become a cult <laughs> I saying? mean always room for more cults let's do yeah. it yeah let's go um yeah I just I just like the sea that's where I'd like to be near Nia fuck Blanche Devereaux. Nah. you are. <laughs> I believe. I do declare. I do declare. I am near. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys are just heading down oh the coast, just sort of bantering back and forth. And, you know, one of you being nice, one of you being snappy, and one of you being scared of foxes. Um, <laughs> And uh, as Kuiper comes into uh, comes into view, and you actually see a road, uh, more of like a like a goat path along the uh, along the edge of the uh, sort of sand dunes, you can see areas where literal like goats and sheep have come through and like eaten down the uh, grass, and so it gets a little easier to traverse through as you have this little dirt path, um, and after like a good five six hours of walking you arrive in what is probably the smallest town that at least well actually no you're all from pretty small places um probably the smallest town magda's ever seen but it's uh it's basically just a bunch of like tiny farmhouses surrounded by fields and livestock pastures um there's sort of a, a tiny like market set up in the middle where you can just walk up to like a booth and put your stuff down. Um, 
there are no people that you can see. And there's just sort of thin wisp of smoke drifting up from what looks like a burned cart sitting in the middle of the market. So this looks like it's a freshly burned thing? It's still hot. Okay. Um, Ember walks over to it and Mm -hmm. he pulls off one of the gloves and like reaches a hand out so it's really close to it. Mm -hmm. And he turns back to everyone he's like this looks like it's pretty fresh. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Still smoke coming off it. Um, well, fine. What do you have to say? I don't have anything to say, which is why I didn't say anything. Do I see any kobolds, or is this? Does it look like there was a battle? Is there blood? Is there scuffle marks? I, uh, I mean, you see the normal like tracks and scuffles of like horses and people of all different races in like the dirt and mud, and there's like a small area in this inner circle that's cobblestone, but the rest of it's just dirt. Uh, make me, uh, all of you, make me perception checks. Ugh. Oh no. That wasn't very good. Seven. Eight. Eleven. <laughs> Wow. wow. Um, and even oh, your passives won't save you from that. It's not My that much better. My passive is 11. Yeah. Mine's 12. <laughs> I think Fushrock has the highest. 13. Yeah. Um, well, there, there's things that are obvious enough that you could see them. Uh, you don't see any signs of like a recent struggle. Nothing that looks out of place of like normal traffic. It's just weird that there's no people outside. Like you don't know if they're inside or they ran away, but there's nobody outside here. And you don't see any animals nearby either. Um, you can see them like off in the pastures, but like they've pushed to the edges of their pasture away from the town. Um, you do see, uh, sort of to the southwest following, uh, the edge of the dunes, there's, uh, fields with crops that grow a little bit better in sandy soil. And, uh, a couple of those fields are burned, but look like they've been burned for a while. Um, you see, uh, sort of, uh, further south where the forest sort of curves back around the uh around the village there's pretty thick forest that you guys have been walking on the edge of this whole time um you do see a little a couple little wisps of smoke coming out of the woods like nothing major like not even campfire sized um but they just seem sort of randomly dotted um and i would say uh which you had the highest role magda uh me what did you have again? 11. Uh, you see a little bit of movement at the edge of the tree line. Uh, I'm going to very slowly take out my Kusarigama and just have it. For those who ready. don't speak Japanese, that is a sickle on the end of a chain. Yep. Oh. Like uh, what Sango and Koh- uh, Kohaku use in Inuyasha. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is like a couple hundred <laughs> feet off, so it's not like close. Uh, I just kind of like look over at the both of them and just kind of like 
try and communicate with my my eyes because you mm-hmm. can't see anything else. Just like eyes there's and something. Nostril. Yeah, there's something over there. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> You're like pulling an Ariana Grande over there. Yeah. Ember yeah. um, will like look at her very oddly, put the glove back on, and pull the bow out. Mm-hmm. Boostrek just slightly nods. Okay. What do you do? Uh. So it's just a bit of movement. It's not just a like... little bit of movement, like someone near a tree. Okay. How far away from me? Like two hundred feet. Okay. Um. I'm going to. Sorry, I was looking over all of my because I'm very nervous about when we start fighting, but. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to kind of casually just make my way closer what? to make my way uh, closer to the tree line and just like stay out into the air like oh yeah this looks um sure looks like there was an attack here but it looks like they're all gone so we don't have to worry anymore didn't you say you saw somebody nope I, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. I like right over there. They're in the they're in the trees. I give him another like glare. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> are you are you okay? Oh, there's no one here. No one's here. Wow. If someone were to come out and attack us right now, it would be. Totally off guard. Make a performance. How do you even have this badge? Like, <laughs> like actually, like actually. Oh boy, that was Nat one, and I have a negative one to Christmas, so it's a zero. <laughs> Gee, it would be such a shame <laughs> if someone were to take a sword and chop <laughs> at my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Just out loud. Very, very bad acting. <laughs> um, as you guys get closer and closer to the tree line, like, you don't see any more movement. Um, do you guys, like, push into the tree line, or do you stay at the edge? Uh, does my does my chain reach out, like, 30 feet? Is that how long it is? Uh, don't remember. Hold on, I gotta look up. Don't remember. Sorry, Gamma. I'm Can't probably gonna stay game. at the edge near Ember. Yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, the first chain... doesn't know any better. <laughs> chain sickle. Uh, it it gives you reach, so it goes ten feet. Okay. You can reach one space further than a normal weapon. I would like to get about 10 feet away from where I think this person is. Okay. And then try and, like, get my, like, shoot my sickle out and, like, try and get it in, like, their shoulder or something and yank them out of the... So you're trying to, like, wrap tree. around the tree you think they're behind? Because you, uh, you don't see anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try and wrap around the tree, see if I can okay. hook Hold on, on, let me grab you guys a map. 
Oh, God. Yep. Do we need to go to the battle map? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, as you guys get up to the edge of the wood line, I should also mention you do see what looks like the ruined old stone foundations of maybe a small house um, <laughs> or two. Like you see two, you see a ruined like circular chimney and an old stone fire pit. Um, that's what this sort of stonework is in the middle of here. Um, grab a couple things. Um, I'll, uh, okay, so the, uh, the edge of the wood line, uh, can you guys see the map okay? Yeah. Yes. Yep. The edge of the wood line is over here on the left side. Um, so this, this here, this tree right here, you can kind of see the, where the middle of it is, uh, is where you, or sorry, it's right here, uh, is where you saw the movement from. Uh, Magda. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, alright, yep. There we go. I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna try and yeet him. Okay, uh, make an attack with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> 19. 19? Okay. Yeah. That's with disadvantage? Oh, disadvantage. Yeah, you can't see what you're aiming at. <laughs> oh, I rolled the same thing, so 19. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, as you walk up to the side of the tree, being as quiet as you can, you take the Kusarigama and you just whip it around and just so that the point comes in and hits the back side of the tree and you hear this quiet little but it's I'm from gonna... above you. Oh. Well, that's how she got that rank. Damn. Can... <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, can, can I yank it and pull out, like, whatever it is? You that... did not hit anything. anything? Uh, with cover, you weren't able to hit them. Um, but uh, something reacted, and it's up in the tree. Did it's you... not around the back. Did can I, I look hear up it? and see? Yeah, you guys all heard it. It was like a yelp. Um, I'm gonna pull an arrow and pull it back and just get ready. Um, but the Yelp alerts you all to look up into the sort of nest of the branches, uh, where you see a little orangish kobold kind of holding on to one of the thicker branches, just like looking wide eyed, these cute little like orangish yellow eyes. And he's just like, um, I, hi. Hi. Um. Can can I help you? Yeah, you want to come down here and have this conversation? Are you going to stab <clears throat> me? Depends on what you say. Make a persuasion check. Uh, not <laughs> Make an intimidation it. check. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, intimidation. Well, it's yeah. the same thing. Nine. <clears throat> um, yeah, he, he kind of tightens his grip on the tree. He says, I would feel more comfortable up here. Um, are, are you guys playing too? Playing what? Hide and seek. With who? With me and my friends. 
One of these friends, big and blue. Um, no, no, he doesn't play games with us. Some of them are blue. We're all different colors. Um, still just like holding <laughs> onto the branch. I call up. I'm like, what's your name? Uh, Jesper. Oh, oh, I'm going to uh, take the um, chain end without the sickle uh, and kind of loop it up and try and pull him down. Like, are you trying to like grab him or give him something to climb down? Grab him down. Grab him and pull okay. him down. Okay, uh, roll Jesus. an attack. Hmm. Twelve. Uh, that that'll hit him. Um, okay. <clears throat> you get it up there and like manage to loop it around his arm, and you just tug, and he falls out of the tree. Um, let me roll his falling damage. Oh, no. And then he dies. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Damn near. Um he hits the ground at this horrible awkward angle and you hear something pop in his shoulder oh. and he like yelps. He's like, ah. "Oops. Sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry." <laughs> uh I kind of pull him close and um yeah, drag him in. He's like, "Ow, ow, 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 ow." Uh I'm going to actually like say Shut up for just a second. I'm going to try and pop his <laughs> his shoulder back into place or whatever. Make a medicine check. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, God. This is already going to be like the kobold that you starfished into the tree. <laughs> I'm <laughs> having a lot of flashbacks right now. Yeah. 19. 19. Okay. Yeah. You, you like sit him up and he's like, he's like, he's trying not to like whimper, but you pop the shoulder back in and he's like, eh. Thank you. And then I'm, yep, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna, like, whisper in his ear, and I'm like, you're trying to get that crown, aren't you? What? From the king. Not right now? Who are you? Very quietly. So these two chuckle pucks can't hear me. (laughs) I'm gonna say, Lorcan told me. And his eyes get huge. He's like, I, I'm, I'm working on it. Not right now. We were playing a game. Don't worry. I'm going to help you. But you got to help me too. Yeah. Okay. Who are you? We are looking for King Ogra. Oh, okay. So where is he? I, I don't know exactly where he is, but I imagine he's at home. Do you know, and I kind of gesture, I'm not whispering anymore. Uh, do you know who caused all this? Gesturing to like the... Uh, I, I, probably the others. I'm not allowed to go on raids. All right. I, how old are you and is that young for a kobold? Um, they have a similar lifespan to humans. He says, no, he says, um, 17. And that's like, uh, adult, but not quite. It's like the same as a human. Okay. Well, if you want to live further into your adulthood, I suggest like shrinks. I'd suggest 
you give us a little help here. We need to go find the king now. Oh, okay, why didn't you just ask? I just did. But why did you have to pull me out of a tree? <laughs> I'll kind of unwrap him, like, unwrap yeah. the chain. It's like, what's done is done. Lead the way. And he, like, <laughs> he, like, he, like, looks past you at Ember and Foostruck and says, Hi, I'm Jasper. Hi, I'm Foostruck. <laughs> uh, I am unimpressed. Oh, is that the cultural name? Yes. He's being an, he's being an ass. Oh, well, you know, tieflings have names like Mercy, and I I just wondered if it was... Sorry, I'll shut no, up. No, my um, name is Amber. Oh, okay, hello, Mr. Amber, Mr. Fustruck. Um, And he looks at you, Magda, and says, Do you, am I allowed to know your name? Magda. Okay. Uh, Great, we all I, know each other now. Oh, okay. Let's go. Okay. Okay. And he like picks himself up and starts Jesus. sort of hobbling along yeah. this wounded little kobold. And as he as he walks, uh, you see him looking around and like looking up into trees, and it looks like he's looking for something. But you see him like look around and almost look a little disappointed as he's walking. He just hobbles, like leading you guys along the coastline. I think you might have been uh, tricked, Jasper. Uh, it happens a lot. It's normal. Mm. <laughs> I feel bad. You doing, you doing okay? You you hungry? You thirsty? I I'm I'm okay. I I I'm pretty good at finding things for myself. Um, you, you said that he's having like trouble walking along after the fall is, out of the tree. It's like it's like he landed at such an angle that he probably like bruised his hip, and he's just sort of. It, it's not super painful, but it's like awkward, like stiff walking. I pick him up and I'll carry him. Yeah, and he's like, he like almost ragdolls when you pick him up, just like oh god. Like not I, used to big things. I just like set him on my shoulder, and he can use one of my of my horns as like a handlebar. Yeah, and he 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 does like take hold of it, but you can see he's like you can feel he's trying to be like gentle and like respectful, <laughs> and he just sort of points you along, and you guys continue your way uh, through the woods, and he sort of tells you like you see that big oak tree we take a left there, and and sort of points out little landmarks that he knows. Um. And uh, as you guys are walking, um, this, wherever he's taking you is a ways away. And after a little while, the initial sort of fear lets up a little bit. And he's like, so um, you're all here for Mr. Ogra? Yep. You guessed it. Is, is he going to jail? Possibly. I I guess that's probably right, but do you? No, oh, that's stupid. Never mind. Sorry. No. No, go on. Speak your mind. Do you? Is there any way we can not do that? That depends. 
why has he been directing the tribe to be more violent the surrounding areas lately? They don't really tell me things like that. Well, that's a big depending factor. Also, if he decides to be nice, then we will decide to be nice. He's very nice. We heard some about he's got some uh, some new weapons. Yes, he does. But I, well, I think they're. I don't know. I'm kind of confused about what they're doing, but. I thought they were just for protecting us. Do you know... You know who gave them to them? Yeah, that. Um, I don't know his name, but if I saw him, I would I would be able to point him out. He's, um, he's a sort of uh, darker skin and dark hair, long dark hair, uh, beard and um, always wears dark cloaks and hoods. Okay. <clears throat> Do you, uh, is this a human person? Is this? I'm is this... not sure. He looks humanish. And how long ago was this? Maybe a few months. He visits every so often. He and Mr. Algar are very good friends. Do you know his name? No. Great. Is he Uh visiting now, or has he visited lately? I think he was there yesterday. Hmm. Well, hopefully he's still there so we can have a chat. Is he in trouble, (laughs) Probably, yeah. What'd you say, Zach? You know what direction he comes from? Um, let me check the map real quick. Um, he comes usually up from the southwest. And always alone? There's been a couple times he's brought other people and wagons with deliveries, but usually alone. Hmm. Is there something happening? Well, clearly you saw that there are villages being burned to the ground. Yes, but those are bad people, aren't they? I have the feeling that that'll depend on who you ask. Is that what the king is telling you? Well, that's what he told me. Not everyone is all bad. And I'm pretty sure that town had children and innocent people. Oh. It's okay. Maybe this is why they don't let me go on raids. Probably. Do you know how they are burning those villages down? Um, I think I saw them using these little um, like glass things that had uh, this sort of like black stuff inside. They like throw it and then they toss a match or like fire at it. 
Well, that sounds bizarre. I've never heard of anything like that. Or sometimes they have bottles with, like, cloth in the top of it, and they throw those on fire. I have no idea that what that could be. That one sounds familiar. There's also some people who know a little bit of magic. Okay. You get the idea as you guys are walking that this little kobold doesn't talk to people very often and he's just he just wants to help no he you also get the idea that maybe he's not realizing he's talking against his own people yeah (laughs) but uh i kind of look up at him and I'm like, but you've been told you need to get that thing from the king, correct? Yes. Well, how did you plan on doing that? I'm still working on it. What thing are we talking about? His crown. Why would we need his crown? I... I think it's magical. No. I've heard it could be useful. What? And Mr. Luna asked for it. <laughs> who, oh, who is okay. Mr. Luna? You know, I don't really know. Okay. But he helped me with something once, and so I owe him a favor. Magda's quiet. Is he like some magical person or like. Yes, very. Okay. Okay. This is all in, in, inconsequential. If we get the crown, we get the crown. But if not, then we don't. Where did Augur come from to begin with? He was born in our tribe. <laughs> oh. I thought maybe he immigrated to somewhere else. No. I mean, sometimes people from other uh, tribes join us but no he he was born and raised in our tribe he became king last year how did he do that uh well the old chief died and mr algra when he became chief he decided to change the title to king he died on purpose or he was just Uh, too old (laughs) <laughs> like, like, did someone? I'm tired of this. Did they sneak up? <laughs> did they sneak up and kill him? Uh, kind, kind of. He got eaten by, by who? By a polar bear. Oh. Oh. And then Mr. Algra became king by killing the polar bear. Ah, that I've heard he wears a polar bear cape. Yes. Uh, is that fairly standard for your people? No. Okay. I mean, it that takes, sounds good. pretty normal it, to it me. It takes most of us to kill a polar bear, but Mr. Algra did it by himself. Do you know if he takes anything to make himself stronger? Or I don't think he would tell anything? me if he did. He's always been big. He's on roids. 
Um, all right. Well, honestly, it sounds like you don't know too much here, so. I oh, they don't just... tell me anything. Yeah. I can't imagine why. Um, now right. I know why. Now wow. I know who the fuck you sound like. What? There is a, a lady, a writer, who does a podcast about book marketing, and she has the exact fucking accent that you have. Oh, really? <laughs> She's from London, and it's like spot on. I was trying to figure out who you sounded like. It's been driving me nuts. That's great. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, and Jasper... Uh, at one point, looks down at Fustrak and says, uh, Mr. Fustrak, can I ask you a question that might sound a little rude? Sure. What do they call your people? Uh, I'm a minotaur. Do, do all of your people look like you? More or less. Or are they a lot of different colors like my people? Oh, colors. Yeah, m many, many different colors, many different patterns. You, you look like a really, really nice bull. Like, friendly. Well, I do my best to be until I don't have to be. <laughs> my god, you're dropping so much okay. fucking wisdom. Yeah. That's a good um, wisdom. <laughs> that was a good wisdom. <laughs> Fresh air is everywhere. <laughs> and I'm a good um, bull until yeah. I don't have to be. Um, Damn right. <laughs> And uh, he he kind of gets started on a line of questions. He's like, "Where are you from?" Gerdalvathas. I've never well, I've never been anywhere, but I've never been there. What's it like there? I mean, from where I'm from, there's a lot of trees, but also a lot of grasslands. So, like, like the same kind of trees, or like, are there other trees? Um, we got some of the same trees, but not all of them are the same trees. What's the biggest tree in Garrett Eldithos? Magda's just like rolling her eyes listening to uh, this. Like, uh... Ember is keeping a lookout as they walk further. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so Fustrak does not know what the biggest tree in Garadaldathos looks like, but he makes up a story about a large tree. Okay. And it, it's like a three or four hundred foot tall tree with a trunk so big that wow. even ten minotaurs all linking their hands together can't reach all the way around it. And there it's, are... its leaves yeah. are all the colors of the rainbow. Oh. There are Aww. trees in this world that are that big and bigger, but um, as you tell him this like little mini story, his eyes just get huge, and he just gets this big smile on his face, like pain forgotten, <laughs> and he's just enraptured, and he asks you a billion questions about this tree, and like, who are the minotaurs, and why is it rainbow, what color's the bark, like, how many branches does it have, have you climbed it, and it's just like, it's like a little, like, kid just incessantly asking all the whys and hows. Um, Amber is keeping quiet this entire time, but just like shaking yeah. his head. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at some point, after he's asked about his 400th question, um, he's just like, I'm sorry, am I talking too much? Yes. Oh, 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 sorry. And he shuts I, up. I just whisper to him, it's like, 
don't mind her. She isn't that nice, but I'm sure it'll be okay. I can hear you. I know. Great. <laughs> He's right, though. Yeah. What? No, he just said. Yeah. Uh, he's right. Oh, he's right. She's not that. Um, nice. Yeah. He he shuts up after you say that. Like, he will only speak when spoken to after that. Um, wow, Magda. I feel bad. Magda doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, but you guys continue your way on, and eventually it starts to get dark. Um, and uh, it gets darker faster in the woods, of course. Uh, how much further until we get there? Um, maybe a few hours. Oh. Great. Uh. Maybe we, we should. probably find a place to hunker down for the night. Yeah, that. All right. Yeah. And, um, he, uh, he sort of slides off your shoulder, Fustrock, and he, like, catches himself, and... He just starts walking through the brush, just picking up sticks. Yeah, I guess just set up camp, make a fire, all that stuff. Okay. Um, uh, I will go ahead and find a spot to start setting up my tent. You have a whole tent on you? Yeah, I thought so. How do you carry that everywhere? Like, how big is your tent? It's in my bag. I don't or know. is it just like a tarp? I think it's just like a tarp. Okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. anything intense. Yeah. <laughs> but I will be. Ha! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You you find a, a little spot where you can kind of use a couple like you have uh like tent rope, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh that you can set it up around. And uh at one point Jasper sort of toddles over to you and like helps like takes a couple sticks and helps nail down the corners of the tarp so it like stays open thank you do you not want me to do that no it's fine I guess oh okay and he just takes a rock and keeps like putting down like the little the little pegs made of sticks mm -hmm. Well, if you're doing that, I suppose I can get the fire going. Yeah, he's already gathered up like a huge bundle of sticks as well. Okay. I will. What are the other two doing <laughs> while this happens? I, at some point, I'm going to try and sneak off and sneak behind a tree and take my dose so that nobody else sees. Gotcha. Um, I'm gathering a couple of piles of like, like leaves and pine needles, like any like soft materials I can find on the ground. Mm -hmm. It's like Fustruck doesn't even have a bedroll, yeah, in in his pack. So um, he's he's trying to make like a like a nice soft like bedding area, mm -hmm. uh, a, like a nice big one for him, and then a little bit of a smaller one for Jasper. Mm. Uh, yeah, as Jasper finishes with the, the tent, um, he sees what you're doing. He says, one second, and he takes off into the woods, and you're, you're like, crunch, 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 off into the distance. And then you hear this peeling sound, 
And then he comes running back with like this roll of moss that he's taken off the side of a tree. And he just like whips it out like a blanket over the two like piles. I give him a thumbs up. (laughs) A hoofy thumbs up. Yep. 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 And if it's just a little tiny hoof. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say, Ben? Uh, I say as soon as the fire is started, Ember is going to be right next to it. Okay, and just hovering. Yeah, just hover. No, like sitting on the ground, like almost so close that it looks like his clothing might catch on fire. Magda comes back. I almost said Marin. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, I come back. Uh, yeah. From doing my thing, mask back up, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just like looking the at the mask Amber. is always on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She's uh, got an alligator on her face because yep. it's a gator That's, mask. Yep. <laughs> Not spelled the same way, but all right. <laughs> okay, uh, Dad. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I look at Ember sitting close to the fire, and I'm just like, Yannick. You need to get closer there? You cold or something? Yes. Cool. I don't want to have to put you out, like, put a fire out on you, I guess. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. Is that why you named Ember? Yes, because I've been caught on fire. Whoa, right into Texan. Caught on fire. Because I've been caught on fire plenty of times, so they figured why not just call me Amber and get it over with. Fun. God, you guys are such. Do patience. they call you Magda because you are angry all the time? Sure. I think it's more just a uh, coincidence that I'm angry and happen to be called Magda, but that doesn't really have anything to do with... Never mind. No. (laughs) Just little bits, (laughs) little bits of chaos. That is all I'm here for is just teeny tiny bits of chaos. Um, They call me Magda because my parents called me Magda. Oh. Hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Is that... I'll lay out... Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, it's fine. I was just going to say I lay on my bedroll and, like, take my hat off, but I keep everything else on. Is there any hair under your hat? Or is it just... No, nope, it's buzzed. Oh, it's just buzzed. It's buzzed. Yeah. Oh. Yep. You still have the mask on? Yep. Uh, is there a reason? Are you filtering the air? What? Because of this, I I'm kind of pulling it. Yeah, I didn't know if maybe fresh air didn't agree with you. Maybe you had the lung disease. That's the problem, because fresh air is <laughs> everywhere. The lung disease. <laughs> that, thank you, Foo Stroke. I don't know. I just like wearing it. Why? Because it's fun. Right. <laughs> I kind of like am laying on my back, like arms crossed, looking up at the sky. Just like as the blue fades into a the yeah. the night black and purple. 
um okay i <laughs> eh. i'm not sure would um would you like to talk to her for a while because i have no idea what to say to somebody who is incapable of speaking in a gentle tone you know no one actually needs to talk to me at all actually are you sure all... actually nobody this... needs to talk to you actually yes actually <laughs> i didn't come here to make conversation i came here to get the job done and i don't need to talk about why i do the things that i do for that to happen so It's your turn, Fustrock. Oh, I just picture that uh, that Jasper and I are sitting next to each other, and I'm regaling him with stories. Just playing patty cake. Yeah. Oh we're my sitting god. Next to, we're sitting next to each other, watching you two bicker back and forth, and then I'm regaling him with uh, with stories of battles past. And he is just wide eyed. You get the idea that this this guy doesn't get much friendly social interaction so he's just hangs on your every word um there's a lot of and and then what and then what um can yeah. i just can i just make an insight check on foostrock to see if what he's saying is like true has he actually been through all these battles or is he bullshitting make an insight check okay that was an at one uh, <laughs> well, looking at the scars on him and his scarred up horns and what looked to be like pieces of memorabilia on him, yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. You're not sure, though. Yeah. Could all be an act. <laughs> yep. Everything could be an act. I know. This could I be know. an act, all of this. You this could, could be all playing be a game. A D &D this could game. all be yeah. a game. Uh, existential crisis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Magda just like randomly goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, uh, as you're as you're sitting there with Jasper Fustrock, he he like asks you all these questions about these stories, and then he does it again where he's like, I, "Sorry, am, am I talking too much?" For me, no. You know, you. Sounds like you've had a little bit of a hard time. You've been helping us out on this. I don't mind having a little buddy palling around with me. Well, I, I know that sometimes I talk too much and I can be kind of annoying. Well, Magda may think so, but Magda also thinks asshole's a personality type, so. <laughs> he Damn. like covers his face. He's like trying not to laugh. Well, and like Fustrock like hunkers down is like with them too <laughs> yeah shoulders start going <laughs> magda like sits there for a moment still looking up at the like at the sky and then just kind of turns her back over and like curls up to try and go to sleep yeah uh who's taking first watch i will okay so uh <laughs> fustrock and jasper like curl up and amber you're left with just you and the fire uh yes and um, I will, once everybody is asleep, and I am very sure I will even get up and check to make sure that they are completely asleep, 
I will go about my nightly routine. Which even I don't know what it is, so sure. Um, make a perception check for your watch. I will say, just in case it attracts anything, the light in the area does get brighter while I'm working on it. Duly noted. Okay. Perception? Oh my god. Yes. I just chucked my dice. Perception. Uh, Perception. There's um, gray. 19. 19, okay. Um, even with your project, whatever it may be, uh, you're pretty confident that everything's okay. All right. Uh, who's taking second watch? Uh, before, I, before I wake uh, them up, dim the light back down. And okay. then I'll wake up Magda. <laughs> it's been okay. all clear here. So, great. Your turn. Cool. Active. I'm Make gonna check. before he goes to sleep. I'm like, I'm gonna sit over here, like not right next to the fire, if that's okay. If that, you know, changes anything. Whatever. Know. Right. <laughs> All right. Perception. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you're a little tiny bit distracted. Uh, during the night, because uh, you start to hear off in the distance these strange bird calls that you've never heard before. Kaka! And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly that. Kaka! That sounds like a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you hear these strange bird calls, and um, what do you do when you see or hear something new? Uh, I guess full blown panic attack. <laughs> no, I guess I'm just like more attentive. I I have my kusari gama, I think, like by my side, like pretty much like out and constant, like when I'm on watch. So I guess if I hear something new, I'll just kind of like grab a hold of it and hold on. Um, after a little while of listening to it, it's fairly constant, so you're not too worried by it. You start to deduce that maybe it's an owl, or a couple owls talking to each other. Nothing to be necessarily concerned about. Okay. Foo struck. Your watch. After I go I go over and I just kinda uh as I'm walking by I'll like tap my boot on one of Foostrack's horns and just go tag your it and then flop back down onto Uh I sent you a message, Taylor. Yep, I saw it. All right. Um, so when I get up, I'm going to do my best to to not wake up Jasper. Um, okay. You know he's he's you know verging on adult, but he's still kind of a kid. Yeah. Uh, so he needs his sleep. Um, and when I get up, um, I'm probably going to pull out the paper again. Okay. Um, from my pack. Uh, and like read over that letter a couple of times and you know like when I'm sure that there's nothing around I'll probably sketch a little bit on the pieces of paper mm -hmm. but um, making sure that I'm remaining attentive to what's around me um, so perception check, perception check. 
Uh, that's a ten. Oh, well, now Pets. we're gonna die. Maybe. <clears throat> Here it is. Sorry, I got too into it. Um, <laughs> uh, as you're drawing, um, after like a couple hours, you sort of come to realizing, oh fuck, I haven't been paying very much attention. Um, and you you look up because the forest is just thick enough that you can't see like the horizon, but you look up and you can see the sky is just getting ever so slightly lighter and that sort of like pre-dawn like gray blue light is starting to come in and uh i need you to make a dexterity save oh Oh, great i'm not good at those (laughs) oh no that's another 10 i wasted all my good rolls arm wrestling you did (laughs) Um, why? Why? Oh, 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 shit. <laughs> um, you're just sort of doodling, but still trying to keep like a watch around you. And, uh, you only hear it after it hits you. Like, you finally register the sort of twang oh. as an arrow comes just streaking in um and strikes you sort of in the bicep area like off to your left side uh everybody roll initiative are we taking a break before yes or? we will okay because okay. i was about to say i had to be real bad where was this fucking roll last roll nine ten twenty one jesus <laughs> Um, do you guys know how to set up the... No, never mind. Um, let me grab paper. Oh, God. I'm not ready. Okay, so, Foostruck, 21. And then, what were you other guys? 10. Or no, yeah, 10. 9. Aero douchebag. And Amba. I'm trying not to write you guys' old names. <laughs> oh, uh, Taylor, it's probably worth mentioning that getting hit with the arrow was such a surprise that my papers spill behind me, and hopefully none of them get too close to the fire. Uh-oh. Um, at your distance, you should be okay. I will show you what the map looks like. Yay. I'll switch this over. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't like this. Oh no. Uh but I've got the initiative order for everybody, so let's go on break. Uh let's come Ooh. back at seven twenty. Okay. We'll okay. see you guys back here in a few minutes. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Hi everybody, we're back. Hello. Hello. Ow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got shot with an arrow right before yeah. I... Then yeah. got shot. Yeah, how much damage was that, by the way? Um, that's a good question. 
Uh, four. Damage. Four. Four pissing. Man, I hate it when I get four pissing damage. <laughs> Deflect missile. I thought that too. <laughs> That's what happens when you got a kidney stone. You get four pissing damage. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so. Are y'all ready for the first combat? No. This is going to be fun. Shotgun arms. <laughs> okay. Uh, as, as this happens, uh, Magda and Ember are still asleep. Um, wow. Fustrock, you're up first. Um, so... Would I be able to see any of these guys? Uh, yes. Looking in the direction where the arrow came from, you immediately are aware of at least at least the five over here. Okay. Um, so first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to say that we got company um, to wake everyone up. We got company. Hey, all we got company. Okay, that'll wake everybody up. Um, uh, what? And uh, let's see here. Uh, I am going to with my thirty feet of movement. One, two, four, five, six. Perfect. Uh, I am immediately going to run up on this guy. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I can get there in perfect amount of time um and i am going to attempt to use my unarmed strike on him okay roll uh, to hit and it's a nat 20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and cowboy. for the damage so we're doing a max die and then a roll plus yes i should make that apparent we have instituted a new homebrew rule uh that i like to call max critical which is basically when you roll a critical hit uh you get to have the full amount of your damage die and then roll it again for additional damage plus additions after that so i rolled my damage yeah I nearly rolled max damage. Okay. Uh, that's 20 points of damage to him. Holy fuck. Yeah? Uh, with, an, with basically just a fist. Describe to me how you punch this kobold <laughs> into the afterlife. So, so here's the fun part. I also have a bonus action I'm going to use on top of it. Um, okay. Because if he's dead, he can't succeed on a strength saving throw. <laughs> no. Um, so what I'm essentially going to do is I'm going to just grab him and just drive him into the dirt, crushing his rib cage underneath my hand. Ooh, okay. And, and then as my bonus action, because I hit a creature with a melee attack, I'm going to use hammering horns and I'm going to shove that target with my horns. So essentially I'm going to use my horns to scoop him and throw him 10 feet at his buddy. Which buddy? Oh God! Uh, this one. Okay, <laughs> so you slam him down, and then you just scoop him up with your horns and just fling him, 
and uh, he goes careening off to the side. Uh, the other one is knocked prone by his dead friend. <laughs> We're gonna put an X on this buddy because he's uh, fucked. I um, feel like all these kobolds just went, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um That's all my right. turn. <laughs> nice. Uh Magda. Hmm. You okay. awaken. Hmm. Okay. Oh. I, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Uh-huh. So I've never played a blood hun- blood hunter before. I'm trying. A blood hunter. Just don't. A, just don't be Molly Mob. A blood hunter. Yeah. Gonna try not to do that. Um. So, I wake up. I see that we are getting uh, attacked here. Ooh. I see the one who is kind of like off over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am going to. Run- Please be aware that you are prone. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that should still be fine. Um, So I'm going to get up and use half my movement for that. I am going to take my Kusari Gama, which has been sitting next to me, and I'm going to slash at my thigh with one of the open areas. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. And I am going to uh, cast my Crimson Rite. Magda hits her femoral artery. She bleeds out in five seconds. Yep. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I want to clarify something on here. Chaw. So it says you like can view a weapon. <laughs> I would like to clarify. Um, you uh, imbue a weapon to strike for 1d4 extra damage. But then it also says that I take 1d4 damage. Do yes. I roll just one dice or do I roll two for for how much I put onto it and how much I... Oh, God. Um, I think you roll separately, but that's... I'm not sure if I'm right. What ability are you using? Crimson Right. Crimson Right. Sorry, we're learning a class. Um, That's okay, I've got something to learn, too. When you activate a right, um, when you activate the right, you lose a number of hit points equal to one roll of your Hemocraft die, so you only lose it once. So okay. roll your die right now. Two. Okay, so you lose two. Okay. Um, and then in the future, when you attack, you roll an extra d4 onto their damage, they not yours. Two. Oh, you don't, okay. You okay. don't take damage every time you deal damage. Yes, you okay. only take it when you start. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I would hope so. Otherwise, this would be a very short-lived class. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you could only ever fight things with less hit points than you. I mean, yeah. Um, but, 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 but. Okay, so I'm gonna, yeah, activate the Crimson Right. I do that. Um, I imagine with as the blood like covers the the blade part of the sickle like it just kind of like starts igniting with like mm-hmm. magical energy what what uh what energy do you have oh shit you have yep yep i yeah i picked one what did i do what did i do what did i do did you choose storm mm. 
nope, I did cold, which oh, probably okay. isn't going to help. Are these, what color are kobolds are these? They're all different colors. Okay. I well, should I should make it clear that frost kobold does not mean icy kobold. It just okay. means they're from cold regions. Okay. Let's hope it actually does damage. Um, there are some <laughs> of them that are more resistant to cold, but not all. Yeah. So it crackles with uh, with cold energy, cold magic. Um, and then I'm going to run at him for the other half of my movement. So 5, 10, 15. Oh, shit. I didn't wait. 5, 10, 15. Yep, you're right. Yeah, no, I'm right. So I can't reach him quite yet. Okay. Cool. But you're, you're primed. Yep. All right. Uh, that'll be the kobolds go. Yep. Um, this little bro who just got knocked flat by the horribly mangled body of his friend stands up and, like, catches his breath. Um, (sighs) and he, like, looks over at Fustrak. And, uh, as, as you all are sort of getting up and looking out at these kobolds, uh, you can see that, um, the, well, the four one of them's already dead um these four here the the regular ones there's one with a green dot on him these four regular ones have just sort of piecemeal armor and kind of rusty weapons that look like they've been scavenged but this one here with the green dot on him uh who's sort of in the center by himself uh he is wearing what looks to be a suit of plate mail that's been specifically shaped for him and he's carrying a shield and what was probably once like a long sword but it's been cut down to size for him um but he looks significantly better armored and he seems to be calling the shots as he lifts his blade and um starts sort of motioning them forward at you guys. Uh, so the dude who fell prone gets up and jumps forward at Fustrock, and he's going to take a slice at you with a, sort of a handheld, like, uh, scythe that he has. Probably stole it from a farmer. Um, shoot, I don't have my tracker thing with me. What did I do with that? I don't know, whatever. Um... Will a s- an eight won't hit you? Will it? No, it will not. <laughs> okay. Um. Do, 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 do. So he takes a swing at you and uh, fails miserably. You just sort of sidestep it. Um. This other one comes jumping forward at you as well, and kobolds have pack tactics. Yak, 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 Which means he gets advantage because one of his allies is next to you. Uh, that'll be a twenty to hit you. Oh yeah, that, yeah, I think that'll do it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Swings at you with a little short sword. He's going to deal five points of damage. Sloosh. And you're currently the most dangerous thing on this field. So this little guy is also going to run up to you. He also gets advantage. Yeah, I have a feeling seeing Um, one of their guys get crushed is probably not exactly inspiring. No. Uh, 17? Oh, that barely hits. Okay. Uh, That'll be... 
seven points of damage as he takes a rusty, like, part of a short sword and swings at you. Jesus. You know, if you had raged, these would be halved. Oh, I know, but then I couldn't have done the cool thing about throwing the guy into the other guy. I know, but, you know, swings (laughs) and roundabouts. Um, Also, Fustrak is not quick to rage. It's a building thing. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Whatever you say. Uh, oh, I got your character sheets here. Yay. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, now I know. You At least you guys' armor classes. Um, who have it on D&D Beyond. Uh, this little dude runs across to Magda, and he just takes a flying leap at you with a pair of daggers. Dagger, dagger. Dagger, dagger. Um, I believe a 19 will hit you. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone's got backup characters, right? Oh, God. Yeah, actually. If we die session one, that... Uh, That'll be four points of damage for you, all slashing. Uh, Make me a constitution save. You're poisoned. You're poisoned. I feel like I have... Oh, I guess I don't. Um, constitution save? Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve. Uh, these particular wounds sting. A lot. Like, a lot. Cool. And you take an additional three points of acid damage. Ooh. Ooh. As these treated blades burn your skin. Ugh. As these uh, treated blades burn your skin. Burn your skin. And then the uh, plate-armored kobold, seeing Fustrak partially surrounded, is going to run at Magda. And he lifts his sword high. And pack tactics. Advantage. Uh, that's a natural 20. Fuck! Oh, I cancel it. Oh, no. That doesn't... I know, I'm just kidding. Do I don't have that. I was about to say, wait, really? <laughs> I'm just trying With to throw you guys off. Long sword, and he's going to pump a divine smite what the oh. as well. I'm gonna die like right now. I like how you've wanted a cobalt paladin and you've built a cobalt paladin. Oh, there are others. Um, I'm sure that'll be a total of eleven points of damage. My God, and he has an additional attack. I'm already like down half my health. You are so. not. Same. No, I are am. Yes. Well, I am. Yep. <clears throat> you know, all of us only have like 20 HP, right? Yeah. Where Hector well, has the most. I have the most, but yeah. Uh, that'll be a 12, which I don't believe hits you. Nope, it doesn't. Okay. Um, finishes his second attack and. I don't believe he has any bonus actions that he can use currently, so that'll be the end of their turn. Amber. Amber. Um, Amber. Yes. That's that me. Um, okay. So Ember is going to use half his movement to get up. Mm-hmm. And then Ember is going to check something real quick because I forgot to check. Uh, because this is this is intense. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. So Ember gets up, and then he's going to move uh, the other half to 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Put himself next to the fire still. Um, okay. 
I'm gonna pull the bow and I'm gonna shoot for I'm gonna shoot for this guy right here that's attacking yep. Fustrak because he looks like he's being ganged up on pretty badly. Okay. Uh, with my short bow. Um you would have sneak attack in this instance. I know. Just letting you know. No, I know. Okay. <gasps> is is he playing a rogue? Maybe. Am I playing or a rogue? maybe it's a feature. Uh, I could you don't it as know. A feat as well, you so can. I have taken a, in a ridiculous number of feats. Um, yeah, he's got feats that could make him part of any class. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six feats already. How? Human. Very, oh, yeah, very carefully. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a fifteen to hit. I'm sorry, fourteen to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That's one, two d six. See, wait, you're using a bow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's going to be six piercing damage. Okay. And um, then I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, move back behind uh, Jesper here. Uh, bonus action dash? Bonus action dash, yep. Okay. All right. And that will be uh, my turn. And that'll bring us to Jasper, who stands up, sees his people attacking uh, attacking you guys, and Ember, you next to him, you see him kind of freeze for a moment. Like, he's not fucking fruit flies. Uh, he's not sure what to do. And he starts running toward Fustrak. To... Because you guys are best friends. And as he runs by, the paladin kobold takes a swipe oh. at him. He's already down. He's fucking dead, you guys. Fuck. Oh, he had a chance for some short rests. Oh, he's still dead. <clears throat> Probably. Um. Oh, wait, that's the wrong die. That's too low. Uh, that's even worse. <laughs> Uh, so the the paladin, seeing him coming, just basically holds out the sword and clotheslines Jasper. Oh no! Jasper like kind of stumbles and rolls, but he manages to pick himself back up. But fuck, that hurt him. Like you see this big slash across his chest. Oh. But he arrives at Fustrak's side, and he reaches out and puts a hand on you. Uh, oh my god! This is our cleric. Going, you're going. <laughs> yeah. I love this so much. You have Too no bad idea. he's a little squishy. Yeah, very. You're gonna have back uh eight hit points. Oh damn. As, I love casts, this. as he casts a little spell on you. <sighs> little baby spell. Yeah. And he like he doesn't like cling to you, but like he keeps a hand on you, like ready. And he's just like looking around with these wide eyes, just like, what is happening? Why did he do that? Like, what? Why? Just pure terror. Existential crisis. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as a. I'm going to build like check. a little. I'm going to build a fantasy baby Bjorn and carry this kobold <laughs> oh on me at all times. I fucking yes. love that. You're going to be like, uh, what was it in the Darrington Brigade where they had the Travis's character on top of oh, Liam's Oh, Macaroni character? Samsonite? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, hold on one second. I gotta check. You just have to make him talk like Stitch for the rest of this time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I can't do do the voice. Um, I can, but it's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, no, to me, like I don't. I'm not embarrassed if anybody else does it, but. Um, as a bonus action, he is going to take patient defense. What? He can yeah. do healing spells and patient defense? It's called multi-classing, yeah. motherfucker. This kobold yeah. is multi-classing? Yeah. Wow. I mean, Fustruck's multi-classing. Yeah. So is anybody, anybody can multi-class. It's anyway. <laughs> Fustruck. It's your turn. You've just been healed by your little buddy, and he has just been hurt by his own people. Uh, So, as a free action, I'm going to tell him to be careful, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to rage. Hell yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Did you do? Uh, Did you what? When when (laughs) Fustruck (laughs) rages, rages, he basically just like like throws his arms down and like howls into the heavens just this inhuman bovine no. scream <laughs> and then this guy right here that's closest to uh to jesper he's just gonna attack him um, he's already wounded so go for it yep. is he named uh, jesper or jasper? jasper like the stone jasper. with an ass He's oh, he's man. the color of Jasper. That's okay. why that's his name. Okay. Jasper. Jasper. All right. Black so, Mahoney Badger. His friend's name is Horace. They stole some Dalmatians recently. Yeah. Horace! <laughs> Jasper! All right. Rage has a bonus action. I've never actually played a barbarian before, so this is fun. Yeah. In advantage on strength checks and saving throws, not attacks. Perfect. Yep. Uh, so I am going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume a 21 Ooh. hits. Yes. Yeah. Do it, um, cowboy. And then that is going to be uh, nine damage. Okay. Um. How how do you want to end this poor fucker? <laughs> um. I'm essentially just going to reach out and grab his head and just crunch. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no! So you like grab him like right in the middle of the forehead, where you can wrap your like pinky and thumb around his temples, and you just crunch the top of his skull off. Yep, sure and do. Jasper just hides his face behind your leg. Fustrak is nice until he doesn't have to be anymore. <laughs> My God! There goes Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. R.I.P. And that's my turn. Nice. Um, oh, I up. forgot the oh, plus yeah. two. That should have actually been another two damage on top of that. I forgot. His brain. I mean, it did the out. job. Yeah, it would have been fine. But still. like, like instead <laughs> of just kind of crunching, they just splooge out of there. Oh, uh, splooge <laughs> is a gross word. <laughs> <Back laughs> okay, <clears throat> so can you remind me about disengage? Uh, that's I... an action. Yes, but if I disengage, I won't. You take no opportunity attacks. Cool. I'm going to do that. And okay. I'm going, well, this guy's going to fuck me up. That's why. Not if you fuck him up first. He's going to fuck you up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you fucked that bitch. 
<laughs> oh. All right, I'm, oh. I'll go for it. I'll I'll hit him. So I'll yeah I'll take my Kusari Gama and I'll just like get him in the fucking head. That was pretty good. Eighteen. That'll hit. Yay. Okay, and then. That's four plus five, so nine. And then with my crimson right damage, ooh, another four. So, uh, yeah, that's 13. Okay. So taking uh, your chain circle, you, you let out just a little bit of the chain and you let it just whip into the side of his armor where it sort of punctures under the edge of his ribs. Um, having a, a puncturing weapon probably helps when you're trying to open a tin can like this guy. <laughs> uh, but as you hit him, you expect it to be uh, much more... Uh, you expect it to hurt him more considering how fragile the other kobolds are, but he just sort of grits through it and just his nostrils flare and he looks like he's ready to go. Great. Um, <clears throat> um, que yeah, question. So they're using swords? What kind of weapons are they using? Um, the guy who did acid damage has daggers, but the rest of them have swords. Okay. That's still all slashing damage, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, daggers are piercing damage. Oh, they're piercing. Okay. Boom, mow, mow. Yep. Um, I'm trying to decide between like 10 different things. You know what? I'm going to risk the... No, am I? Are you? Are you? Are you going to risk it for the biscuit? No, I'll tell I'm you, not if you walk to. away from them, they will both get advantage to attack you. Great. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm going... I said I wasn't going to take it easy anymore. As anymore? If the last one was easy. Yeah. Was so nice to you guys last time. I'm ready we to die. We both died. Like, yeah. No, I'm ready to die. Fucking kill me. Okay. Uh, I'm not Ember talking. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> either or. I'm going to consume a potion of healing. Okay. Consume. Consume. Which is a bonus action in our game, so that's yep. good. We've come for the consumption. Great. I rolled a one and a two. Oh Fuck God. you, dice. Yeah. That voice um, every time. <laughs> I nearly did that voice for Foostruck, but I would wreck my larynx. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got myself back seven points of damage. Or heal, whatever. Healing yes, damage. Yep, healing damage. Uh, yep. Okay. That's it. The kobold's turn. Uh, Foostruck. Uh, these two kobolds still in front of you look a little intimidated. Um, but they're both currently, like, snapping and growling toward Jasper, but they attack you. Uh, that first attack is going to be a 20. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Second attack is going to be a 16. That made speeds. Okay. 
And between the two of them, they will deal a total of six damage. Which gets halved because of the rage. Is he raging, yeah. Three damage. Three damage. Three tomatoes. Three tomatoes. <laughs> nice. Three Doritos. Oh, don't even start with me. That sounds delicious. Oh. I wanted right. to do nothing but eat for the past like four days. No. Oh. Uh the Kobold with the daggers is Oops. Without without leaving Magda's combat range, he's gonna take a step and he's gonna huck his daggers at Jasper. <gasps> Jasper's Aww. dead. No. Both of those miss. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and he pulls out two more daggers. Oh my oh. god, he's got so many daggers. <laughs> yeah, he's a Vax kobold. Uh, the Paladin Kobold still has advantage because his buddy is still within range. Uh, that's a natural 20. Great. Oh. Bye, guys. Bye. And I'm going to save that one to see whether or not he downs you. Um, oh, like, he, bye, guys. Now, he got a nat 20, so one of his damage die is full. I know. Okay, okay. But I was going to roll his second attack, but I'm like, now nah, let's see if it works. Ah. Um, do to do do do. That's gonna be uh ten slashing damage. Okay. Are you still up? Yep. Okay, he's gonna attack again. I'd like to say uh, it was nice knowing you, but we didn't know anything about you. And it wasn't That's, nice. Thanks. <laughs> That's a fourteen. That does not hit. All right. Uh, that'll bring us to Ember. Amba, Magda's still Amba. standing. Uh, so, like I'm under, I'm under half. So okay, um, I'm going to, I'm going to move <clears throat> 15 feet right here, and I'm going to take a shot at a uh, dagger guy. Really huh? would have loved if you would have got the big dude. But I'm going to go after dagger guy. <laughs> uh, that's going to miss probably with just a nine. Yeah, that'll miss. Okay. Um, I don't think I have any bonus actions. So I'm gonna... Hide. Yeah, I could bonus action hide, I suppose. No, I said cry, but yeah, oh, you, you could. You are behind a tree. That is true. Um, I will... Save hang on, I'm cry. just double-checking my bonus actions. Uh... Bonus section. Oh, nope, that's the only one I have. Okay, I'm going to bonus section hide behind said tree. Okay. Would you like me to make a stealth check? Uh, yes, please. Oh, that was well, so much better. Um, 25. Yeah, you didn't need to roll high because all of them are distracted. Okay. So. Uh, and then I'll just, <laughs> I'll just stay there. Ninja. There we go. Um, it is Jasper's turn. And seeing all of this unfold around him, he is going to step around Fustrock. This and is... actually, actually, you know what? He is going to run up next to the paladin. Oh, God. 
and he's going to Magda, you see him coming and you're like, you motherfucker, don't you turn against me. And he comes up and taps your leg and he's going to heal you too. Oh, and I was so mean to him. <laughs> um, that is 10 points of healing. <gasps> Damn. I love and him. He's going to once again, patient defense. Yay. Which I think expends all of his key points. I, man. Yeah, he's a dual class. He's a monk and a cleric, I think. Yeah. That's dope. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. That's like. It's the best. That's so overpowered because monks do a ton <laughs> of damage. Yeah. And then on top of that, they get a billion actions. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. clerics, like if he takes Warcaster, he could cast multiple spells around. Uh, Fustrock, it's your turn. Hell yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm uh, just gonna attack this guy. Okay. Um, and so that's a net one. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are you are you just attacking unarmed? Yeah. Okay. Don't worry though. <laughs> My arm breaks. <laughs> your whole uh, your whole arm just flies off and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have more fun with nat ones in the future, oh, but I'll do. I'll let you go this time. Please do. Yeah. You, I just you, think like you, yeah. too much rage and I overextend and I don't reach for him proper. Yeah. You like. You like end up like gently cuffing him, and he's like, "What? What? Ow! What?" <laughs> okay. Yep, uh, that's gonna be my turn. <laughs> great, great use of a turn, Magda. <laughs> okay, uh, I am going to bonus action. Shank a bitch. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bonus action blood curse of the marked. And I'm going to, uh, on the paladin guy, cast a blood curse. Okay. Um, And so until the end of my turn, whenever I deal right damage to the target, I can roll an additional Hemocraft die. Yeah. So I'm going to go for him. I'm going to, yep, I'm going to try and get him again. Uh, that'll probably hit. That's a 21. That'll hit. <laughs> All right. Three, eight. Twelve. So 12 with the Crimson Right damage, and then plus another one with the mark. 14 damage. 14 damage. All right. He looks fucked up now as you just sink it into the opposite side this time. So, like, you've punctured both kidneys at this point. And he's just like, like, you can see his back, like, quaking as he's trying not to curl into himself. And he Ugh. just looks up at you and you can just see foam, like, starting to gather at the edges of his mouth. And he's oh. just like, Ugh. he's got the. He's got, he's the, got the raves. He's got the yeah. hydrophobia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll bring us to the kobold's turn. Uh, Dagger Boy, uh, having just been shot at, is going to scooch back further. Uh, uh, oh, 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 
Can what? I? No, no he's no, still he in your combat range. Okay, shit. He's Sorry. actually he's going to go to the very edge of your combat range, and he's going to hawk a couple daggers. At who? At Ember. Uh, Ember's hidden behind the tree Fuck, with a twenty-five. Is. Sorry, never yeah. mind. He doesn't know where you are. That's right. Uh, he's going to stay where he is, right. and he's going to stab Magda. Yes. Right. Thanks. You're Thanks. welcome. <laughs> uh, that'll be a fourteen to hit. That misses. Nope. That'll be an 18 to hit. Yeah, that does it. Dagger! At two damage. Ow. These are not acid daggers anymore, so no extra damage. Okay. That sucked. Um, the other two kobolds down here are gonna wail on Foostruck. Uh, that's a miss. That's a 16 to hit? Yeah, 16 hits. Okay. The other one was a 9, so... <laughs> Three damage. Uh, and so I take half damage. Is that rolled down? Uh, we... No, it's rounded up, so two. Wait, is it fine. is it rounded up or down? I think we've been oh. doing rounded up. Yeah, so two damage. That's fine. Um, and then Paladin is annoyed, uh, very much so. He's going to take a big old swing. Uh, that'll be an 18 for Magda. Oh, yep. Uh, yep, yep. And that'll be 10 damage. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. <laughs> Are you still up? Yep. All right, here comes another one. Great. Oh, Bye, guys. Uh, that one you. misses. Oh, go. Yay. Oh, my God. Fuck. I don't know how you're still alive at this point. I don't either. <laughs> You've taken like 40 damage at this point and you're still standing. Less than uh, 37. Our yeah. lovely friend. Yeah, that's well, good. I did take a healing potion. Yeah, there, Jasper so. and a potion. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Amber. Amber. Um, Amber. He's gonna pop out from behind the tree and shoot at Dagger Guy again. Okay. Well, this this one a sneak attack, wouldn't it? Yes. Do I get advantage on that? You get sneak attack because he doesn't know where you are. Okay. Period. But, but yes, attack, you get it. Is it advantage or is it just? It's just the check. extra... Because I think sneak attack is just the extra, but I wasn't sure yeah. if I got advantage because I was hidden or something. Hold on. Sneak attack is always worded weirdly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking for it. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, da. You don't need advantage on the attack roll of another enemy of the target is within five feet of it and the enemy is again. Blah, blah, blah. So you do have advantage, uh, but regardless, you still have sneak attack. So roll with advantage and then add sneak attack. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. 23. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. That misses. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then, okay. That's going to be eight piercing damage. And he just slumps to the ground. Yeah, I got one. Uh. Um. And then uh, Ember is going to run across to this other tree over here and bonus action hide. Okay. You don't need to roll for stealth. Not all of them are distracted. Okay. 
Okay. That's my turn. Um, <clears throat> do to do, do. Jasper. Uh, Jasper, who is now out of spells, um, oh. turns and sort of, sort of like, gets his fists up, and he's gonna go and try to punch the paladin because punching metal is always a good idea. Yeah, for sure. But he does have pack tactics because Magda's next to him. Advantage, natural twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's a little D four monk damage. Wait, is it a D four or is it a D six? I think it's a D six, but I don't know. I think it's a D six when they start out for monks. Yeah. Because normal unarmed is D four. Unless you're an unarmed fighter, and that's D eight. Nope, he's a monk. Uh. So that's that's a lot of damage for little Jasper. Uh, he reels back in this tiny little diminutive kobold, just reaches back, and Magda, you see he has wonderful form. Like, you don't know who taught this little guy, but they had to be damn good, because he reels back and he smashes right over where you punctured the armor and, like, dents it in so the armor, like, cuts further uh, in. I'm sorry. You yeah. were right. It is a D4 unless he's level 5, and then it becomes a okay, D6. Okay, sorry. D4. Still pretty good. Less dented, but still good. Um, dents it further in, and as he reels back, you can see, like, his fist is completely undamaged by the metal. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing here. Um, this armored kobold is looking bad. Uh, and he's out of key points, so he can't really do much else. Uh, Foostruck. You're gonna try and hit that guy again. Okay. Put him up. I assume a 17 will hit. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that is going to be... So that's... Uh, that's going to be 10 damage. To this guy? Uh, sorry, I wasn't looking in the map. Which one again? Yes, that one. That boy. He did. Uh, and similarly to the, lat, uh, to the first guy, I'm going to use the hammering horns. I'm going to scoop him at his booty. Oh, you're just going to throw him at him? Okay. Yep, uh, yeah, with, uh, with the horns. Okay. Here's my bonus action. That's a natural one. So he just gets plowed to the ground as his buddy just rolls over him. Uh, so this this boy is now prone. Uh, anything That's else? That's my turn. All right, Magda. All right. I'm going to try and finish this bitch off. Try. Being the keyword. Yeah, no. that Nope. That's a one. Oh. Uh, cool. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Does that yeah. mean your weapon's broken now? No. Uh, you said you were going to be more fun, Taylor. I was. That no, doesn't sound very don't fun Don't say to was. Alright. Uh, well, how is that supposed to? Because, like, I can't fix it, right? No, I'm not going to break your weapons. That's bitchy. Yeah. Oh, um, I would, but... Roll another attack at disadvantage. Oh no. <gasps> Jasper. 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 Jesus. <laughs> Judas. 
That was Judas. No, <laughs> uh, that's a that's Murder. a seven. Uh, Jasper, being a monk, has pretty high AC even with no armor. So as you go to swing, because um, he's right in front of you, you're not using the whole chain, but it like slips out of your hand. And Jasper just kind of parries it out of the way with one arm as it flies at him. And he's just like, Miss Mag, please be more careful. Sorry. God, fuck. Uh, I, love, I, love, I love my little cobalt baby voice. I love, I love my dark strange son. I oh love him. God. Magda finds him annoying. but <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I, for bonus action, blah, 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 what am I going to do for my a bonus action? Um, what are you going to do, Miss Magda? What mutagens do I have? What mutagens? Is any of these going to... Oh, one of them could be useful. I'm going to consume a mutagen. I'm going to consume... Wait, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to consume the shielded mutagen. So I have resistance to slashing damage. Okay. But I also gain vulnerability to bludgeoning damage. Do be aware. I'm not going to fault you on it this time, but do be aware. You need to tell me ahead of time which one you're preparing for the day. Oh, do I only get to prepare one a day? Yes. Well, shit. Okay. No, well, you can. I'll let you have this one, but just be aware. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. So I have resistance to slashing damage. Yeah. It says when you finish a longer short rest, which I'm going to say you guys did. Um, you can create, uh, one a day, but you have to prepare it ahead of time. Okay. That's the way I am interpreting how this is written. Okay. Um, all right. Yep. Uh, it's the kobold's turn. So Mr. Paladin turns toward Jasper and you guys all hear him in Thunar growl at jasper just traitor and he just have he drops his shield and double hand uh the long sword oh no he no longer has pack tactics um and as the blade comes down jasper like reaches up and just pushes it out of the way as it oh. comes down oh. and it's sort of you see uh, it slides off Jasper's arm and kind of like nicks him a little bit, but it doesn't actually hurt him. This little guy's feisty as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got yeah. a high AC. I love yeah, him. Yeah, I, I love him so much. Um, and then this other kobold here who also no longer has pack tactics. Uh, shark, roll intimidation for me. <laughs> as you've just plowed him with his dead friend. I sure did. <laughs> oh, that's a 10. Okay. Uh, he's going to stay. And he's going to strike out at you with a 13? No. No? So he's no. just kind of like shaking and he gets up and he's like, Heh. and it just bounces off like your belt. Uh, Ember. Ember. Okay. I'm Emma. going to... Uh pop out from behind the tree and I'm going to take my advantage shot on paladin guy. Your advantage shot? Yeah, because I was hidden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't understand what you meant. That's okay. Sneak attack. Snicker snack. 19. Snicker snack. And he went galumphin back. <laughs> um, 19? Yes, that'll hit. Okay. It's the jabberwocky. I haven't 
It's been a long time. It's also in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, That is six piercing damage. Okay. He's still standing. What the fuck? As this arrow lands in like the joint of his shoulder armor and he's just like, just just Um, angry. I will, let me see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to get right here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to bonus action dash, and I'm going to run up right on the other side of him. Okay. Um, and then I will stand there and look intimidating. Okay. Um, that'll bring us to Jasper. As a free action, I would like to growl. Uh. <laughs> um, Jasper lashes out again. Uh, he's going to try to kick him this time. And it just bounces off his hip plate. And Jasper, like, writes himself again. Doesn't manage to hurt him. Uh, Fustrock. I'm going to attack this last guy here in front of me. Okay. <coughs> Stop rolling. Stop rolling. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Uh, like, it, it was just like wobble, 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 wobble. Uh, um, that is going to be a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then rolling dabblage. Whoa, that's right in the corner. What is that? That's 10 damage. Okay. Wait. Uh... Sorry. 11 damage. You fuck his shit up. Yep, I'm gonna plant he, a hoof in his chest and kick him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just gets. I'm just gonna say he gets thrown and he just rolls to a stop and never um, moves again. Just Sparta kick him across the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is foo strong. <laughs> just got a, like a hoof indent in his sternum. Oh yeah, like his sternum is just like concave God. now. Is he still screaming um, at the moon? She's like, Magda. All right, finish this bitch. Yeah, that's better. Twenty-two. That'll do it. All right. One damage. Magda. No. Eleven points of damage. How would you like to finish this fucker? All right, I'm going to um, take the Kusarigama and I'm going to just jam it up through his his jaw here. Oh, just... he's a fish. Yeah, you you reach out as he's like facing Jasper and like fending off kicks and punches. You just reach out, grab him by the snout, and just jam it up there until the hook comes out of his mouth. And he sort of, like, sputters for a second. And you can see he's trying to speak, but you've speared his tongue through. And he just starts coughing up blood, just collapses. Yep, I'll just take off, take him off of the the blade. Yeah, and... you grab him like a fish, and you're just like... Yeah. yeah. Ew, uh, and then I, I'll just kind of wipe the rest off on my yeah. pants. And um, as he falls, uh, you see Jasper standing there, his fists still sort of loosely up as the sort of fear and like anger melts away and is replaced by like sadness. 
and he drops his arms to his side. I'm going to... Uh, as soon as that asshole hits the ground, I start searching his body. <laughs> okay, make an investigation check. Natural one. Uh, anything worth taking has been punctured and fucked up. Cool. Uh, I'm going to see Jasper looking disheartened and sad and betrayed. And I'll just like... Reluctantly, just kind of like I'll just be like sigh and put a hand on his shoulder and just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can stay with us if you want. And you see him look over uh, toward the the kobold that had the the acidified daggers. Like, there's some closer recognition there, and he's like, I think that would probably be a good idea. I'll just kind of pat him on the shoulder. What Titan? <laughs> and I'll um, just say, I, I know it. it's hard being betrayed by people you were close with. Um, yeah, he, uh, he nods and he sort of unknowingly, like, leans against your leg because he's still right next to you. Um, but uh, as Ember is just rifling through pockets. I have needs. Uh, I kind of straighten myself back up and I, uh, just call out, Fustrock, you all right? Uh, Fustrak is looking at one of the uh, bodies <laughs> that are littered around him. Um, and these kobolds, are they, they're wearing like scraps, right? Uh, everyone except for the paladin is wearing like piece. It's not just like scraps. It's like piecemeal. Like they've um, some of it's like older pieces of armor in a set and then others are like new pieces that they've replaced stuff with. It's it's serviceable, but it's not great. Is there cloth incorporated in it? Yeah. They have, like, cloth padding underneath. Okay. He's going to tear off a couple of uh, strips of cloth that are just a few inches long. And he's going to walk over to, uh, to Jasper and kneel down uh, next to him. And he's going to give him one as he takes one and ties it into uh, a piece of his fur. Um, and just look at him and say, you did a good job out there. And he looks down at the strip of cloth and looks up at you doing, tying it into your, uh, into your fur along with all of the other ribbons that you have. And he sort of takes it and ties it onto one of his horns. You okay? No. You want to talk about it? Hello, Titan. And that's Magnus' cue to leave. Uh <laughs> and Jasper kind of shrugs, and he he looks at the, the downed paladin. He says, honestly, I'm kind of surprised it didn't happen sooner. Well, at least it didn't go the other way. I guess. 
also don't go back over where I was to mess over there. Um, you you probably shouldn't see that. Okay. Like really don't don't do it. it it's bad. Okay, and he like walks to the other side of Magda. And then oh Chris no, I oh. I left. Oh okay, he walks to. He I guess he stays. <laughs> Uh, I, and, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Foostruck's going to go over and he's going to gather up his um, his uh, the papers and the, the piece of charcoal they was using and he's going to put them back into his pack. Okay. Uh, I am going to go to the rest of the bodies and see if I can find, I'm particularly looking for healing potions or uh, but anything else. Okay, uh, make an investigation chart. It's bad. Ten. Uh, searching amongst them, you managed to find like a handful of copper, like thirteen copper. Uh, you do. Which ones are you searching? Just all of them. All of them. Yeah. Okay. You do find on the paladin. Um, he does have a basic healing potion with him. Um, and he has uh three silver on his person. Where did you find that? Uh, just around. You just have to look hard. It's on the inside of his chest plate. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, look like you just you just have to look for it, I guess. Anyway. Uh, cool. So, we're all fucked up now. Like, uh, just like, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I'm fine. Great. You, you did some mighty fun shooting out there. Why, thank you. God, yes. It's so hard to talk to you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was mighty fine. Uh, anyway, so we should probably, if we're going to go after this king or whatever we should rest up a little bit more I know we all just got done sleeping but maybe just a quick one I reckon that's wise uh, reckon too sure it is very early morning so it's like not even dawn yet if you guys wanted to take another long rest like you'd be able to get out there at like noonish Okay. I'm uh, down with that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I I have I've said this before to you guys, but I have a homebrew rule that you can take a six hour long rest as long as the next one is eight hours. Ah. And I think considering you guys just woke up, that's fully earned. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, you all sorta of gather back up and take uh, a sec. Where is Magda hanging out? I don't know. Where is she hanging out? Um, For like the whole six hours? We're not staying here for six hours. I mean like for this short rest. Like where are you sitting? Well they just said that we could take a long rest for yeah. six hours. I thought we already took one. You did, but now you're. But now we got all everything. fucked up. Oh, okay. I you thought, didn't get fucked sorry. up, but we got fucked I up. I thought you were just gonna use hit dice or something and like call it. No. Well, they were saying that we could take like a full 
long rest if it was gotcha. like six hours. Okay. So I think we both. So want where to do are that. you going to lay down and sleep or whatever? Um, I'll just lean up against like a tree, kind of like nearby where our fire pit was, I guess. Okay. Just kind of like do that. Uh, Ember rebuilds the fire because I'm sure it's dying and uh, you would want to have it back. And um, is Magda sleeping? Yeah, maybe not like full like snoring sleeping, mm -hmm. but yeah, as far as you can um, tell. Can I make a slide of hand check, Taylor? Are you gonna try and steal that potion from me? No. Oh. Uh, sleight of hand for me is going to be uh, 12 on that one. What's your passive perception, Mecca? 12. Is it meets beats? Who's beating? It is meets beats. It's it's uh, offender, offender versus defender. Oh, okay. So meets beats, yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that a, and Fustrock is asleep, right, too? He, he's doing similar to what, uh, to what Magda's okay. doing. Uh, he's just, napping. Yeah, like he, he's sitting as cross-legged as he can with, you know, like the cow legs. Digitigrade, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he is kind of the same. Like he's like up against a tree like that with just his head down and his arms crossed. Okay. And Jasper's like right here. And eyes are closed, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say that Magda wakes to the smell of smoke and um, the corner of her coat is on fire. <laughs> okay. I, are you like up in my face, like casting this or is it from no, afar? I'm not. I, we're near each other because we're all around the fire. Okay, but I'm okay. And I, I just, will... I just like look over her and I'm like, your coat's on fire, 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 fire. Your coat's on fire. God, that was I... a whole bunch of accents. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. I will stand up like really fast and just go duh, duh, and like pat it out and everything. Yeah. Maybe it's, you it's not that bad. You're able yeah. to. It's only a little bit. It's just like the edge, and I'll be like, "Oh, there was a one of the embers popped out of the fire. Maybe you shouldn't sit so close to it." Yeah, maybe I shouldn't sit so close to embers, and I find another tree that's farther away. Uh, Ember, what's your passive perception? Yes, eleven. You notice Jasper looking at you. I just turn back to the fire. Message me what happened because Jasper saw it. Okay, will do. Uh, while I'm gonna pick a tree and like kind of uh, face away from the rest of everybody and kind of like hide from everybody else. Mm -hmm since fucker over there messed with me. I didn't do um, anything. <laughs> uh, but after a little bit, I am going to um, take out my little journal and I'm going to go over some of the notes uh, that I wrote 
a few days ago when I had that meeting with someone and particularly looking at the last one mm -hmm. uh, about someone in Authedrial. And I'm going to just stare at it. Someone in Authedrial. Uh-huh. He told me somebody was Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I remember. Yep, 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 yep. And after a little while, I'm just going to close it and go back to sleep and finish so my, my rest. <sighs> All right. Y'all take a good long nap and take a while to just chill around and do your own things. Yep. Why? Why would you do that? Um, Are you talking anyway. to me? Maybe. Uh, How did I? Oh no. Do you tell why? I'm curious. Why? I'll send yeah, you in... the message. Yes, please do. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, you please. all, you all chill uh, till a little, little bit past noon. <laughs> a little bit past noon. <laughs> oh, I love secrets. Um, all right. Uh, until you're all finished with your long rest and you pack your shit up and get ready to go. Make sure I put my hat on and... Yep. Wouldn't right. want anybody to know that we didn't kill a whole band of pirates. Pirates? Yeah. Because of my hat. Of hat. Oh. Look, it's just a hat, okay? It's not like a statement. I just like it. Is that where you keep your secrets? Yes. I lean over to Jasper and I'm like, she killed a pirate to get that hat. It's really impressive. Right? Alright, so Jasper, lead the way. I think we need to get the jump on these people, obviously, because yeah. Lead the way. Um, as as we leave, I would say that you notice Ember keeps looking back at the fire, and he didn't put it out. Oh, is it still going? Yeah, it's still going on purpose. Oh. He left it going on purpose. Okay, uh, we should probably put that out. Yeah. And Jasper goes and uh, like jogs back, and he like takes a big scoop of dirt and tosses it on top of the fire, visibly twitching. <laughs> And he like he like makes sure it's all out and safe, and he comes running back. Magda's like, you do know we can't leave that up. The whole force is going to burn down if we do that. I don't care. <laughs> it's like he's the opposite of Kit. <gasps> he's cat. He's oh! cat. <laughs> <laughs> Kit. And campaign um, three is going to be caught. Um, and what is caught going to do? Well, Sleep, if mostly. we go, if we go ice, ha -ha. fire, then clearly next we have to go wind. So Ooh. there we go. He's clearly going to be an airbender. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, monk of the four elements. Maybe next yeah, I'll go, go to Toph, and I'll just be like, yeah, a blind earthbender. Rock that one will be cut. Yeah, that'll be cut. <laughs> but it'll be with a Y, so it'll be cut. Anyway, uh, you guys continue on the way southwest. Make it away. 
That's not what I said. I know that. Um, Jasper leads you guys through the woods, sort of going landmark to landmark. He seems to know trees, specifically. Trees that to you guys look no different from any other tree. He knows every (laughs) single one. Sorry, Um, D&D Beyond's fucking up on me, so... What the Um, fuck, Richard? Yeah. (laughs) What the shit, Richard? Um, Yeah. uh, He... You're starting to get the idea that Jasper has maybe not an eidetic memory, but an amazing memory for, like, locations. Um, And he knows every single tree. None of them are marked. None of them are especially interesting does he does he know every rock and tree and creature <laughs> that so they have a life have a spirit have a name yeah. does a... he can he paint with all the colors of the wind in his case yeah kind of uh, oh could you say that he has a keen mind uh, no no it's very specific hmm. um but he, he keeps sort of weaving his way through and uh, some of the more unique trees, he like walks up to them and like touches them and uh, other trees, he sort of like makes a loop around them and goes off in a direction. Oh my and God. He has a very specific path he's following. We're being led like, through Fern Gully with a kobold. <laughs> this is how you get to yeah. the wild. Yeah, um, yeah. exactly. But uh, eventually the uh, trees thin out to where you're looking out over a um, like a seagrass plain that just gently slopes down toward uh, the coastline, and you see along uh, along this uh, hill at sort of the least steep part of it, uh, there's rows and rows of uh, huts that they're sort of um, like Lakota esque, like teepee, like they're very easy to take down and move. Um, all of these hide tents that are just like cone shaped. Um, and you see a number of like ponies within the camp that are about the right size for kobolds. Uh, you see a bunch of kobolds oh of all shapes and colors going through the camp. Um, some of them are armored up and have weapons. Others are dressed in just sort of normal cloth wear and are, uh, a lot of the ones that aren't armored are working in like gardens and looking after sheep and whatnot. It's just a little village. Um, and you notice in this particular area, um, the seagrass, which is normally this sort of dusty green color, has slowly become a little bit blue in color, hence the name of the area, Blue Shore. Um, and this is the tribe that wanders the Blue Shore tra- uh, Plains. Blue Shore Trains, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, at one end of the village, you see another temporary structure, but more solid, is this uh, sort of long, long hall, if you will, made of sticks stacked against each other in a triangle. Stick stack. Yes. Sorry. A long hall and stick stack. And at the front of it, where there's these two longer poles crossed, uh, there is the skull of a sort of, like, bighorn ram perched on the front of this, and it's been painted blue. Um, And just all these kobolds going about their normal daily lives. 
and Jasper stops sort of within the trees still. He sort of broadly gestures. He says, this is where we live for now. Okay. How many, how many of them are there down there? Um, I mean, there's probably like a hundred, maybe. Okay, cool. No, yep. So we obviously can't, uh, can't, 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 can't. We obviously can't, uh... You've said it too many times yeah, now. Now it's now it's just turned into cunt at this point. I just can't. I don't hear yeah. anything else. Yes. Um we, we cannot. Yes, we cannot do that uh by ourselves. So I guess we have to do the diplomacy thing. How are we gonna be able to do diplomacy when we just killed seven five six of their people six to to be fair they did attack us and i killed the most i mean we're not counting but all right i mean uh, fushtrak did take down four of them by himself and it took three of you to kill two <laughs> we could drive them out could burn them out yeah, I was that about was to say. turns that. and looks at you guys like, um, please don't. Well, <laughs> are you particularly attached to this grass? I like my people, and I like the land. I don't. Well, the land might be a problem, I guess. Cause the they'll grow back. I mean, we did get told to do diplomacy before anything else, right? That is true. So. Fuck. What? I forgot what? to collect all those assholes' ears. Oh, shit! Oh, you did! Ah! Aww. Shit! God damn it. I, like, look at Jesper. I'm like, how hard would it be to sneak one of these ears off? I think if we brought him back and the, and the guy sees that we have like a, a one-eared kobold, it might be. Uh... Jasper will never know. My sleight of hand yes. is so high. Jasper. Jasper. <laughs> Jasper. Uh, listen, I know I would rather go in there guns blazing myself, but I don't think that's going to work out too well with hundreds of them. So, unless anyone else has any better ideas. I guess not at this time. All right, great. Uh, okay. In light of that, I think my, my, uh, mutagen potion that I took or that I prepared for the day is going to be celerity. Okay. Uh or no, not celerity, sorry, alluring. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to before we go down there, I'm gonna um kind of poke behind 
the the rest of the group while we're going down there. I'm gonna quickly take my mask out down and and down it. Okay. You now are more sexy. Cool. Still, mask is still up. What's the side effect of alluring? Side effect. I have disadvantage on initiative rolls. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Bloodhunters! That's great. Um, Specifically. I think Ember is going to put his hood down and he's going to, like, try to look more amicable. (laughs) And uh, then uh, I'll... I'll kind of look at Magda and I'll be like, don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah, you do notice that Magda suddenly is prettier, more attractive. Oh, what happened to you? You mean what happened to me? You don't look like such a bitch anymore. (laughs) Thanks. How kind. Even her sarcasm is a little more like, oh, that was funny. Uh-huh. And not just bitchy. Uh, I do, Taylor, I do yeah. want, maybe I'll, I'm going to message you about it. <laughs> secrets! Yeah. So many secrets. Secret, yeah. secrets. Got a secret. Oh, shit. I almost posted in the group chat. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Hold on. If anybody else has anything, continue on. I'm just sending them a message. Um, yeah. I don't think I have anything I can use since we're right at the beginning and I don't have any items. Jasper, what exactly has this king been telling your people? It's been causing them to attack that town. He said they were bad people that were planning to take our food and our sheep. And and our ponies, and um, that if we didn't attack them, they they would come after us. Yeah, but here's the thing. From what I understand, your people have taken so much of their food that most of them may not survive the winter. They they had the food that they needed for themselves. They're going to starve because of what your people are doing. But if they were going to hurt us first, isn't that fair? Town didn't really seem to have much in the way to be able to defend itself if the burning cart managed to clear out the entire town. That's just what I know. Was he always spouting this shit? Or is that more recent? He stops for a moment and he thinks about it as if he hadn't thought of that before. And he says, No, he was actually, he used to make peace treaties. This, uh, well, he all is. this talk start when Mr. Luna came into town? No. No, Mr. Ogra doesn't know Mr. Luna. What about this mysterious stranger? I think it started a little bit after he first came here. I look at the uh, at the rest of the party. Just kind of a 
this situation's a bit more complicated than we thought. I think it's pretty simple. He is obviously possessed. I don't know about possessed, but being influenced, certainly. More than just being influenced. Seems like his entire personality changed. <laughs> what? That's what he just That's literally said. what Magda just said. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's being influenced or he's being influenced. <laughs> no, no, he oh, said no, no. more than... He yeah. said oh, okay. more. Oh, yeah. sorry. We I thought you, you said just yeah. influenced and I was like, is this no. going to be a Foostrack thing where like somebody says a good <laughs> idea and like, he just repeats it? Or... Yeah. Maybe it will be now. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Coop just offers the greatest things to chat. Uh, He's making anyway. fun. Did I just hear someone laugh in the background? No. It's not at my place. It might have been. I think it was Alina. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I am not hearing things. Like, I hear somebody giggling. It's yeah, I was like, no, uh, don't say yeah, that around me. Um, too late. No, Coop is throwing in a, a picture child. of Travis every time I fuck up and go into texting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think love he, it. I think he had to log off because um, he has his own game. I think it started at eight. Mm. So no, their their game got canceled. He's just listened to us all night long. Oh okay. yay! Oh, yeah. All right, fuckers, what are you doing? Um, all right, all right. Well, he is obviously um, possessed, and we need to... <laughs> show Bobs. We need show to bo- kill him. <laughs> Sorry. Show Babs. No, it's Babs. Not Coop said Bobs. Bobs earlier. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to shut that screen off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, we need something. I don't suppose any of you have the ability to dispel magic or curses or anything like that not through anything but fists do i look like a magician to you i don't know you set my coat on fire earlier i told you there was a piece of the fire that jumped out and attacked you (sighs) can i make an insight check (laughs) sure can i make a deception check sure okay God, we hate each other so bad. Uh, six. Natural fucking 20. <laughs> oh, shit. For 25. Ember, Ember clearly, like, he didn't do it, <laughs> but he didn't care enough to stop it either. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. So we have no magical abilities. We have no... I don't... Did you... Are you singing something, Taylor? Yes, and I just I can't hear you? Okay. I'm singing. Okay. I, I have a uh, fucking Dog Days of Summer by Florence and the Machine playing. How? No, wait. What? That song was literally just playing through my head as you were dancing for a second. And I was like, no. Nah, well, clearly, <laughs> oh, that's what I you're was, possessed. I was, clearly, you are possessed. Uh, yeah. All right. So if he's possessed, it's not really going to matter then right because we have no way of undoing that i mean i suppose we could kill him and then bring him back to life 
Ideally, yeah, we're gonna have to kill somebody. So... Alright, so do we want to go Justin for killing someone then? Or are we going to try and do this whole negotiation thing? I think we should try and negotiate. Great. Be the honorable thing to do at least. Jesper? I'm still right in front of you. Great. <laughs> you... He's heard all of this. Yeah, Jasper. How about you? I I've been calling him Jasper now because you guys well, are calling okay. him. Okay, when you someone said Jasper near the beginning and it just stuck in my head, so now I'm like having a hard time with it. I think Jesper. he. It's yeah. his accent. Oh, yeah. I think that's what that's it was. Why. <clears throat> Jasper. Jasper. All right. Jasper. Oh, yes! uh, Jasper, if you could, do you know where the king? is and he points at the weird triangle stick building oh yeah usually usually he's in there you're not very perceptive are you (laughs) none of you are yeah like i i don't i look at both of them and i just kind of roll my eyes and like start walking (laughs) and jasper like runs to like catch up to your side Unless anybody else wants to take charge. Um, I'm going to follow behind, but I'm going to sneak. Sneak the snake. I'm going to I'm sneak How? the snake. Uh, How do you sneak out in the open? I'm going to sneak through the grass by keeping really low. And then I'm going to dart <laughs> behind sheep and dart behind ponies and dart behind teepees. I'm just going to... I'm like Kronk in Emperor's New Groove, like make me a stealth check at disadvantage. Because it's hard to hide in the open. Poison for Goosko. Goosko's poison. I almost did that for Foostrack's voice too. it would have been even worse than Chuckin' Ben's accent. Nine. Nine. Um you try. You really do. You try to hide behind like a sheep, but the sheep just kind of doesn't move, and you're like, fuck, fuck, and trying to change cover, and eventually it's just like, fuck. Everyone knows you're there. I will... I will try to lift the sheep and walk with it. <laughs> like Milky White? <laughs> yeah, just, just like... No, just like an arm under and just like lift yeah. it up so that I can still use it as cover and like go forward. Make me an athletics oh. check, you tiny boy. That's gonna go really well. 13 minus 1, so 12. Okay. You heft the sheep up and you're like, yeah, fuck, that's heavy. <laughs> and, and you get him like a little ways, but you're having to like put your hip under him to like haul him along, and it's really obvious. And he's just like, as you're walking. <laughs> Every time I take a step, he's just like, what? I think I think Foostruck walks over to him at that point. He's like, "Dude, just come on. You're like that. That ain't working." Yeah, everyone's staring (laughs) at you now. I drop the sheep, (laughs) and I hide behind (laughs) Foostruck. Well, you know, I suppose that that does kind of work better. It it makes you less visible, but people are aware of your presence. 
Uh, Magda just kind of like side eyes both of them. Just Magda's like, oh. like fifty feet ahead at this yeah. point, and the she sheep like, is just like meh and walks away. I set the sheep on fire. I'm just, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I do not. Uh, but yeah, now you've got a ton of kobolds staring at you guys. Um, but Magda, you and Jasper are sort of walking side by side as you approach this building. And you can tell the reason he's keeping pace with you is because he's trying to protect you. He's trying to make it look like you're supposed to be here. Um, and you approach this this building that just sort of has a curtain as the door at the front. And uh, he reaches forward and opens it up and kind of pokes his head in and looks up at you. Uh, he he pokes his head up and looks at me. Yeah, sorry, I'm taking my earrings off because they're extremely um, heavy sword earrings. Yeah, well, it hurts more because of the headphones. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, I kind of look down at him. I'm like, he's in there. Yeah? He glances in and says, "Um, yes." Are you okay. are you sure you want to do this? Is he disagreeable? With outsiders, yes. Do you want to go in there and lay the groundwork for no, me? No. Okay, great. <laughs> well, don't really have much of a choice now, do we? And he like takes hold of like the side of your pant leg and walks with you. Alright. I'll go in. Or the side of your trench coat. Um yeah. Yeah, you step in, and while you have to duck through the door, the ceiling is just high enough that you can walk down the center. Um, and you see inside, there's a few kobolds in here that are sort of uh, just going about their own business. Some of them are mending things. Some of them are uh, tending to, like, different items, fixing them up. You can see there's, like, little workbenches in here. And uh, down at the end, in a more open sort of square space, uh, like a pyramid style uh, ceiling to it, uh, you see a large chair made of driftwood covered in furs and probably stuffed with grass to make it uh, soft. You see a large blue kobold sitting there who far outsizes any of the other kobolds here, like unnaturally so. And he has about his shoulders a polar bear cape, and atop his head is a driftwood crown. He also has at his side, leaning up against this chair, uh, a sort of somewhere between a scepter and a cane uh, that is made of a very thick, long piece of bone that is topped with some kind of animal skull that you're not sure what it is. Nice. But he's just sort of relaxed into his chair. Very Jarl Balgruf. Um, and he is just watching you approach. Good afternoon, your majesty. Who the hell are you? My name is Magda Renly. I'm with the Atlaren Mercenary Company from Turisaz. Another one. Wonderful. 
and he pushes himself up and he draws himself to a full height of around four and a half feet which is titanic for a kobold i believe they they stand like around three feet um so while he's short to you he's still fucking big um and he picks himself up to his full height sort of squares his shoulders made larger by this heavy cape and he looks down at Jasper, who's sort of next to you, trying not to hide, but also trying to hide at the same time, like holding on to the edge of your trench coat. And he says, Jasper, what, um, what are you doing? And Jasper sort of pokes his head out. He's like, um, they, they wanted to talk to you, um, and I, I I thought maybe it could be peaceful. And Agra just shakes his head and sort of clucks his tongue at Jasper, like you little fool kind of reaction. And he sort of saunters his way up to Magda, looking up at you, just unbothered by the size difference and says, so what do you want this time? We just want to do some negotiations. Apparently you have been attacking random villages. Not random, but yes. Is there a method behind the madness then? Perhaps. The mercenary company wants to negotiate a truce. And what are their requirements? that you stop these raids and continue your peaceful life that you used to have really and he turns and you see him dig into this box next to his chair as he pulls out a copy of the bounty he says it says here that um i'm supposed to be imprisoned or killed. Uh, that is exactly what it says, you guys. It is it what does. it says, yeah. isn't it? Um, and he so- looks, he, he just puts up a hand to you to stop you, and he looks at Jasper. He says, Jasper, you know this. You brought them here to my doorstep to have me killed? And Jasper's like, no, no, I, I just... I wanted it to stop, and Augur's like, sure, sure. Jasper also knows that we were attacked, unprovoked, by your men, not but a few hours ago. A few hours ago? Well, a few hours from here is the edge of my territory. If you were in my territory, it was not unprovoked. With one of your own? And he looks at Jasper... He nearly died because your men didn't care. I assume that if that one was traveling with you, they thought he was a traitor. Well, needless to say, I think he has only the best of intentions. He's not smart enough to have the best of intentions. I don't think intelligence has anything to do with intentions. Hmm. 
and he looks down at Jasper again, who you can see is visibly hurt by this statement. He says, Jasper, why don't you run along home? And Jasper looks up at you and starts to back away. Are Fistrack and Ember here? Did you I was just going to ask that. I, are you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to follow okay. him. Yeah. So you guys were a little bit behind because of Ember fucking around, but you walk in too. And uh, Fustrak, you have to kind of bend down a little bit to fit in here. Um, but uh, you hear part of this conversation as you walk in, and Agra looks back and says, Oh, I see you've brought the proper hunting group to my doorstep. This should be more exciting than the last one. Listen, we only want a negotiation here. So perhaps if you would like, we could gently escort you back to Turisas and we can talk with Lieutenant Tom. Who? He is a a powerful member member in the Atlan Mercenary Company. And he turns to where you can see there's some attendants around him that are just listening in. And he points at one and says, write that name down, Lieutenant Tom. Ah, shit. <laughs> and you think I will go willingly with you into enemy territory where people mean to kill me? What is this about enemies? It doesn't sound as though... There were. There seems to be some sort of new uh, adversarial relationship between you and the outsiders. Because from what I have understood from before, you were peaceful with everybody else. So what changed? We were. So what changed? People changed. The world expanded. The Industrial Revolution. Uh, the revolution has begun. The Frost Cobalt tribes of Frosthold used to stretch from this shore all the way over to Burthorp and Channeltown. The Blue Shore tribe is the only one left. Peace stopped when they killed my neighbors. Do you know who it was? What do you mean who it was? It was all of the the people in all of these towns with their their machines and the buildings and the stone streets and what have you. People like you. What if we were able to guarantee the Atlan Mercenary Company? What if we were able to guarantee that no one would take your land away? And end up like the Dalmarig. I doubt it. Oh. Sure, <laughs> things are better for them these days, but that took a lot of luck. Now... The end of my people will be being forced back over the line, back into the wildest territory left in this world. 
I'm so conflicted. Just because of playing uh, Kit, like, yep. yeah. this is literally exactly what happened to Kit's people. Yeah. Fustrak's going to step forward as much as he can in this. Like, how tall is this room? Um, it's... There are some, like, like um, rafters that hold pieces up, so there are spots where you can stand up straight, um, but just barely. Okay. You have to stand, like, dead center. Uh, I'm definitely going to make sure to stand to my to my full height. Um, yeah, <laughs> quite a bit bigger than Magda. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just going to say, all due respect, I understand what you're going through. It's been happening to my people. I'm working to try and change that. You have to adapt. Some people are resistant to it. But I understand where you're coming from. My culture don't like outsiders neither. Thing is, is that we're all stronger together than we are separate. Hmm. You're the only one who has said anything that I feel is moderately intelligent thus far. Well, just wait. I may surprise you. <laughs> you are a minotaur, yes? You got it. You, your people become uh, your people come from Arborea originally. Yep. We come from beyond the line, but long before these people, long before the Monomaric, we've been here for thousands of years, and it is not until the last, perhaps millennium, seven centuries or so that we have been forced back out of our land. I was peaceful for a time because I thought that perhaps if I set up trade routes, made friends, I could keep my people where they were and that we could continue to wander in our territory as we like. But that didn't happen. So excuse my lack of faith in the rest of the world. I don't think that your, faith, that your lack of faith in the rest of the world is a bad thing, but at the same time, going out and taking care of business, I think that also kind of shows a lack of faith in your own people and your people's ability to to go out there and adapt and become a part of a society that's changing because thing is, is that it doesn't matter how many of people like us you kill. You keep on the path that you're going, your people ain't going to be here anyway. Make a persuasion check. Oh. Damn, you're doing <laughs> a lot better job than I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling on that backstory. Yeah. Uh, that, ooh, that is a 15. Nice. Oh, wait, I rolled a fifteen. It's an oh. eighteen with my persuasion. Yeah, you've you've got you've got good uh you got good scales. Um it's like charisma. <laughs> yeah. Um he as you're explaining this and able to relate with him on a level that these other two just they you can't. Um you see his shoulders kind of drop a little bit. 
I think you were on the right path with peace. You were doing the right thing. Bad people ruined it. But just because bad people ruined something doesn't mean that you have to become a bad one, too. What is the name of your people, Minotaur? I'm from the Nathar clan. Hmm. They should be proud of you. Wish they were. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> I know the backstory and everything. So just like, oh. <laughs> they should be. Um, yeah. Um, uh, can but I... he, uh... Oh, okay. No, go ahead. I say let Ember go ahead and fuck all this up. Oh, no. Um, well, because there were things I wanted to say, but... Do what your heart desires. Okay, I'm going to do what Ember would do. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna burn down this house. Um, <laughs> I'm also from Garrett Eldathos, and belong to a tribe there. And I'm sorry to say, but your way of life is dead. What do you mean by that? This world is gonna move in on you, whether you like it or not. You can either work with it, or you'll end up under the ground. And what is the name of your people? I don't take the name anymore. <laughs> Perhaps at least for the best. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and he glances around at the kobolds like gathered around the edges just listening in I I will speak to this Lieutenant Tom but I will not do it in Turisa's we will meet in the middle perhaps in Kuiper that can be arranged. That's more than fair. And until then, my people will stop all skirmishes outside of our borders. But anyone who wanders in is fair game. You understand. They will be warned, but if they do not leave, they will be killed. Understood. I think that's agreeable. And he looks at Jasper and says, and take that one with you. All right. We'll take good care of him. I trust that you will. He does not belong here. I think that... Fine. And I'm gonna, like, usher... Jasper out of the tent with yeah. me. And you can see he sort of dipped his head down and he's probably holding back tears at this point as he's sort of ushered away. Um, and uh, Algra sits back down in his chair sort of lounged to one side just tapping his fingers staring at the ground thinking. And uh, 
before you guys leave, he calls out. He says, Magnetar. Three days in Kuiper. We can make it happen. Go on, and if um, if any one of my people give you any trouble, tell them that the king has secured you safe passage. Use those words. Um, and uh, before Fustrak leaves, he will um, he'll um, just like give him like a, a motion of reverence from his people. What does that um, look like? It's um, it's essentially just a like stroking the the chin beard and then patting the chest. Okay. Yep, and he sort of watches it and kind of gets an idea of what it means and he puts his fist over his chest, sort of like pounds it against his chest and puts his arm back down. And then a nod and a walk out. All right. I will look at Agra and like, uh, do you know where I can find the body of the last mercenary that came this way? Probably in one of the compost piles. Do you have anything to prove that he was here? He looks over to his sort of attendants on the side, and one of them comes forward with uh, a uh, an AMC mercenary badge. A uh, it would be a steel rank. Okay. Uh, badge. I will write that down. Do they give it to me? Yep. Okay. I will take the steel rank badge. Um, I'll look back at him and I'm sorry that your way of life is coming to an end. I think it's time you left, human. Bye. And I leave. Well, that was unsettling. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just fades out the okay. door. You guys head out into the village, and I think that's a good stopping point for tonight. Yeah. Interesting. It's gonna be a fun next three days. I didn't think you guys would actually take the peace option. Oh, I was tempted I to either. start actually. I like immediately. I was just gonna like stand up and start shoving logs out of the way and try and crush them under his own building, but damn, kind of identified with my uh, with my backstory. Yeah. So. Yep. Also, I didn't want to crush Magda and Jasper and Ember. Mm-hmm. In that Thank order. You for that. In that order. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably be Jasper, Magda, then Ember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ben, you're so good at asshole characters. That's all I know how to do. I know. <laughs> this is who I am. Man, there's so many things that I still want to use that I haven't gotten a chance to do yet. Uh, you get a chance. Don't worry. Oh, I know. I, uh, I'm having a hard time being an asshole, actually. You're doing a really good job. Thanks. I feel so bad for Jasper, and I just want to be like, "All right, come on, like let's cuddle and let's like." Everything. It's okay. Magda can evolve into that. 
and if it helps your character is a whole lot of fun to make fun of with them so yeah that's true great all right well that'll do us for today thank you for joining us for the first episode of what i am calling the wanderlust campaign and uh how about we go around and see what everybody's up to let's start with blake oh we're gonna start with me this oh time? yeah oh my Taking god it up. wow okay sorry i was fixing the title of the episode uh all right so my name's blake r wolf uh i write fantasy books you can find me at blakearwolf.com b-l-a-k-e-r-w-o-l-f-e.com um I'm working on a fantasy series called The Crystalline Chronicles. Uh, book four is coming out on July 30th. I have three more chapters to write, and it will be done. Uh, yeah, and then I guess I'm working on ideas for series number two, which is probably going to be coming out next year, I assume. Yay. So if you like, uh, if you like gay people, magic, and dragons, check out The Crystalline Chronicles. Indeedo. Ash. Hello. My name's Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on my website, astridknight.com. I am writing a book currently that is slated to come out January 2022. Yes. Uh, it is... Uh, I feel weird about saying that. Uh, it's about... <laughs> <laughs> it's about D&D, kind of, a little bit. It's based on D&D. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, I also have a story coming out in uh, Skullgate Media's Tales from the Year Between, Volume 3, coming out at the end of August. So check that out. The end. Zach. <laughs> there was a whole lot of energy, Ash. Holy moly. Is it's it? not normally that way. That's, it doesn't I'm normally gonna... go that way. I... Given like Magda's like low key energy, well, like, that's true. Yeah, in yeah. comparison, I was about to say that doesn't feel like too energetic, but um, so you can find me on uh Twitter at Zachary Gale Author. Thought, um, it, was, thought it was Zachary G Author, yeah. Um, did I forget my own fucking Twitter handle? I think you did. I'm gonna look at Twitter really quick. <laughs> Do, right. do, 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 do. Look at me go. Oh my God. You're, you you're right. It's Zachary G. Author. <laughs> I know how to do my job. Yep. Um, I am currently working on writing a short story collection um, of not just short stories, but um, also flash fiction, um, mostly centered around horror with various genre blends. Um, and also, uh, some of the stickers that uh, Taylor has on their wall, uh, the, the pumpkin and uh, the, the potion and the, the little moth, uh, moth guy with the galaxy in him. Uh, and the boba. Those, uh, yes, and the boba. And the dice um, boba. Yeah. yeah, the dice boba. Um, all of those uh, are available for purchase on Etsy at uh, Lini Draws. Uh, that's L-E-N-I-E-D. R-A-W-S, I assume you know how to spell draws. Um, yeah, she she makes absolutely wonderful uh, waterproof stickers. So uh, make sure to uh, to check those out. She uh, She's quite talented, draws her own stuff, makes it herself. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have going on at this point. Okay. I'm ready to plug the uh, Lauren stuff first. Um, oh. 
But uh, hello. Um, so for at Lauren, uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Lauren ADV Co. Um, also tend to use the hashtag at Lauren or hashtag AACO. Uh, but uh, we stream every Saturday, 5 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a busy year, so we may be off and on or have some pre-recorded episodes this year, but we'll see what happens. Um, you can also now find our merch, which you can see a little bit of Rutcher. Rutcher, not available in tie-dye. You'll have to do that yourself. Um, yeah. We've got uh, basically anything that Redbubble offers that I could put the AACO logo on. Uh, cups, shirts, bags, hats. I think there's hats. There might not be hats. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is. But a lot of shit. Um, and uh, in the neutral colors, they're in all sorts of sizes, I believe up to 6XL um, in certain colors. So there's a size for everyone. Um, we very much appreciate it if you supported us there because we want to stream this and Zoom costs money. So, you know, yep. uh, we're also potentially looking to expand a little bit this year. I'd really like to get a bigger audience. Um, but that's it for uh, LR Adventuring Co. As for me, hello, I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. You can find me on Twitter at TA. I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. You need to misspell it or you're never going to find me. Uh, you can also find me at saunderediting.com where I edit for Mr. Wolf yes. and will in the future edit for Miss Knight and perhaps Mr. Gale. We'll oh, see more, if it happens. More than likely. More than likely. Um, but I edit for uh, several people who are also my friends. So that's fun. Uh, if you need anything edited for less than the price of your firstborn child, look me up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. All Yay. right. Great uh, procession, oh, everybody. Oh, the, the Redbubble. I'm sorry, the Redbubble link. Uh, search my name on Red, Redbubble. It should be redbubble.com slash people slash Taylor Wallace. Um, sorry. Uh, if you want, go ahead and drop a link in the Twitch thing. Yes, yes. Not, uh, you can put it in the Twitch chat, but I mean, put it in the Twitch actually later. Yeah, I will. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you all for joining us. And we will see you next week, Saturday, 5 p.m. shop. Bye, y'all. All right, Bye. everybody. We're out of here. Bye. 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 Oh, shit. I have to actually hit the button. All right. Bye. Yes, bye, you, you guys. Do. Bye. <laughs> bye.